It's just me, Arcade, and Jaden, and I am Maiden. No more men leaving Facebook me. Too many snakes on here. DM me, chick. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon. Boy done good. This is Modern Escapism. Alright, my name's Oodles, or to the Southerners, Doodles, and I will be your support worker for the next few hours. Joining me today, the loon from the toon, away man, it's Gadget. I'll read pet. I'll read. Also, cheers drive, it's Gert Lush Candy. You alright, me babbers? Alright. Also, l'homme de la montagne et la tyrannosaurus sexuelle, c'est Biggie. Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> and finally, last but not by no means least, here's a quid cock, nick up to the shop shop and get some cop cops cock. It's Stig. You right? That was a real Yorkshire sentence. How is everyone doing? Followed by a re- real Yorkshire greeting. <laughs> That's all we ever say to each other. You walk past each other and go, you right? You right? All right? All right? That covers, hello, how are you? I'm good. And I'm also terrible. <laughs> I'm yeah. also doing Don't shocking. actually want to know. <clears throat> yeah. Um, how good. is everyone? We're all here. Everyone's here. Everyone's here. Finally managed family. to make it. I know. Well, only by forcing <laughs> you to record a day late. Though. On this beautiful Sunday <laughs> evening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. It's Monday. Oh, no. What year is <sighs> it? <laughs> the year is 2024. Again. For the fourth time. How many Ca- episodes have we done this year so far? This is Just count, count the rings on the inside of your leg, Biggie. Third, third. But how is everyone? I just I feel like I haven't seen you. Oh, wiped Don't out. Don't all jump at once. <laughs> <laughs> wiped out, but fine. Wiped out, but fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah much much the same. And I'm pissed off with all this wind that's going on at the minute. Stormisha can fuck right off. I love oh, it. I love Stormy shit. I love it. I oh, love lying no. in bed. It all causing listen listening to, to it, listening to it outside. I absolutely love it. Well, because my bed, I, ca- I kind of like it. My bedroom's got squared off bare windows, so all I can feel is like the house shaking when it hits it because the wind hits it and doesn't bounce off it. Yeah, yeah. but you're in a good, a good, well built terraced house, so it's not going to go anywhere. True. Well, also, lost, lost, lost the window. degrees in the south of France. Oh dear. Or north of France. Yeah, what's it like in France, Biggie, over there across the uh, yeah, forty degrees, the, uh, mate? The channel or whatever they call it. The American, the Americans call it Channel Tunnel Channel. <laughs> the tunnel. So, it's Tuck so tunnel. funny. The tunnel. With yeah. garlic and baguettes. <clears throat> There's no Yorkshire men in France. We're not allowed. I know. Are we stig? No, nope. yeah, not allowed. Not anymore. Nope. Not since nope. the last incident. Not, not since the great incident of 1998. The, sh- the ship you all well. down, shipped you all down to the Costa del Sol. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. We're all in Benidorm now. <laughs> <laughs> Taking over. In- Yorkshire bear. Anyway, um, do you know what I've been really lacking this? I mean, last week I didn't even do a podcast at all last week. So I am like seven days now without knowing what's been going on in the world. There's only one man that I know that could give us that information. He's biggest breaking news. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> you may already know, but he doesn't because it's time for... 
Biggie's Breaking News. Friends, tell me I am crazy. There we go. That I'm wasting time with you. News will never be mine. That's not the way I read it. Cause I feel your ready mind whenever you're with me. <laughs> People always talk about <laughs> reputation. <laughs> I don't care about your other news. Just be news to me. <laughs> Friends are always telling me you're a user. I don't care what you do to them Just be news to me Tank fly bus what jam nitty gritty You're listening to the boy from the biggie bad city This is news hot This is news hot All right Next Cut him off I think it came too long. I'm glad you picked something. Is that something bit that, the end? I'm glad he picked something that wasn't fucking the single ladies, which he did last week, which was impossible to sync <laughs> with the music because that song has no pulse to it. <laughs> single ladies. Hey, weeds. Hey. Oh, they're getting too long, but you need to, you need to narrow these. You need to, you need tighten, to stop. It. tighten it. Tighten <laughs> it. It's hard work. I'm running out of songs to pick. I'm telling you, you wouldn't believe oh, it. Oh, because there's not hard. enough songs in existence. <laughs> no, but suitable ones, yes. Next, they'll be coming in with lyrics. Green to like, suits, that was da, number da, one. Da, 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 da. Yeah, like, <laughs> I can't wait till Ness and Dom is on there with some <laughs> Big is news. Big God save our news. news. <laughs> okay, oh, the world of gaming. Time. Shall we move on, shall we? Uh, yeah, Power Lex. World. Passes 5 million copies sold in just three days. Apparently, it's labeled Pokemon with guns. Um, It's blasted through yet another sales milestone. The extraordinary launch and success of Power World comes on top of the game's arrival for Xbox, including Game Pass. Uh, There's no word yet on how many more players have joined um, in the game since using the subscription. On Steam, Power World has earned itself distinction of becoming one of only six games ever to hit more than five not concurrent players. Sorry, five. Five concurrent players. <laughs> well, five. Yeah. It was a high bar to reach. Sorry, I'll say that again. To hit more than a million concurrent players, but it hasn't all been plain sailing. The huge numbers of players have prompted repeated powered server problems, and there have been complaints from Pokemon fans over how similar they think Powered's designs are. What the fuck are you talking about? How long have I been off? <laughs> Pal World. Is I know game. nothing Pal about Pal World. Pal. What is it? Well, it's like a... A base building, uh, like Pokemon hunting game. How long's that been out? This week, a few days. Fuck off! That's why I've reported on it because it's done extremely well. In the past twenty, in the past twenty-four hours, it's peaked at one point five million players on Steam. I've never even heard of it. Um, Pal world, as in you're my pal. Do you know what's really funny is that someone's already done a Pokemon mod for it, so you can like. Your characters can look like Ash, and the ca- and the the little characters can look like Pokemons. You won't. You, I'm on Google Images now. Why does that need a Pokemon mod? That looks like Pokemon. Yeah, that's a, the there's, thing. There's a lot of Pokemon influence, and the, 
I'm Zen- literally Zen- looking at a Charizard. Zenos in our Discord, um, he posted a Did few. make it? He posted a few links where it's saying like it's not that they've really plagiarized Pokemon, but they've like done designs that look like oh, Pokemon designs. I did know about this. This is what you uh, were talking to Punk about because the Dragon yeah. Quest, because Pokemon Rift off Dragon Quest and blah blah. Yeah, I didn't know it was a game. I thought it was a show. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Pa- Pal World's a game. Um, it's exploded out of nowhere. I think mostly because it's kind of the closest thing you can get to Pokemon on the PC and the Xbox. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Also, notably, and it's got not, like a bit of Breath of the, the Wild in it, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got that kind of full, massive open world thing that Breath of the Wild had, and it's multiplayer, so it's... Got a little glider. Yeah. Not a game I'll be playing, I tell you that one. I know know I'm really, like, backwards, and I'm always, like, behind stuff, but I genuinely thought I'd lost a year in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be be fair, it did kind of explode out of nowhere. It didn't really have much... um, And I've had a busy week. Uh, But it's from the people who made Craftopia, if you remember that one. No. Um, weirdly it's enough, only in early access still though isn't it technically yeah yeah, technically it is that don't mean anything on PC though does it because people have been playing that grounded on Xbox for four years the, um, that's the early weird, access the weird thing about it is the developer doesn't seem to be too keen on originality because they've got another game in the in the pipeline which looks like an absolute rip off of Hollow Knight like down to even some of the monster designs and the world designs not complaining if it plays like it I mean if it yeah it's not like we're getting Silk Song anytime soon. Called Empty oh, Guard. <laughs> Empty Guard? Is that what it's called? Oh, that you were doing a joke! Oh, sorry, mate. I'm Notice how everybody it. laughed. Well, Candy. But... I titted. I'm not I'm not used to it. I, I apologise for just lambasting that joke. It was terrible. <laughs> Next. Uh, UK retailer game to cease video game trading. tradings. Sorry, I don't know what's oh. wrong with me tonight. Uh, game has now confirmed this. Um, as part of the integration of game, we will be phasing out the trading, pre-owned, and game elite offerings in the UK over the coming months, a spokesperson for the chain's Fraser Group told BBC News. And the next pre-owned news story will still that be available. And the next oh, news story that, that will come out is that they'll be going under because <laughs> there is if, no way they can operate without trading. <laughs> yeah, if you if you're not able to trade your games in, what's the fucking point? They're more expensive, more expensive than Amazon. CEX yeah. will just run away with the pre-owned market because they will. As the will. pre the pre-owned market is worth more than the retail market, isn't it? Yeah, because you can set your own prices. Yes. Also, game tends like last time I was in a game, like the amount of games they actually had was quite. Can we pitiful. please call it by its real title? Sports Direct featuring game. Yeah. But last time, <laughs> last time I was in a dedicated shop with game written on the on the top of it. Oh wow! Yeah, not not one of the Sports Direct ones. They had very few actual games. They had like mm. the charts. And some pre-owned stuff. Most of it was tat. Most of it was toys. Yeah. It was Magic the Gathering cards, board games, endless like amounts tat, of fun. I won't pops. go there for that tat. Do you know what I mean? I go somewhere else for that tat. You mean to the internet where it's cheaper? Precisely. Sorry, <laughs> that or, that or phys- physical collectors. You know, you got to start independent. Yeah, I, I like I like, I like going to independent ones, especially comic book shops when they've mm. got that tat in because I can talk to them about comic books. Yeah. Yeah, games is- identity is so confusing now. It's a sports direct. I say this it's is what happens when you let Mike Ashley buy it. <laughs> yeah. Do you want a football with your pre-owned copy of uh, Mass Effect? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the one in the Metro Centre at one point did have a couple of Newcastle shirts in you could buy. Of course it does. So it should. <laughs> I prefer that. But yeah, but that's, that's, that's going under because like my, my pal still operates one of the very, very rare few independent game shops. They still exist? to me. It still exists, and 
He literally survives on trade value. That is it. All his retail stuff is for goodwill and to get the regular customers to keep coming back. But he makes more money on them bringing those new games that he sold at cost or at retail and then selling them back on. Yeah. He makes so much more money that way. It's a slow burn to get that money. It's a lot slower, but it starts your revenue starts adding in and then people go in and go, actually, I will buy that pop figure as well. Yeah, the, so, the, the, the game the, are fucked. The tat should be on the side. It should not be the primary thing that you buy there. Yes, exactly. They are fucked with capital fuck. Yeah, I think I, I think in the next 12 months it'll wind down. I can't see They won't surviving. last this year. They will not last. If no. I were working there, and I feel sorry for people that do work there, get onto the Sports Direct side, get a transfer. <laughs> yeah. You're not must be rubbing their hands over this. They're loving it. And I'll Has see there it. any reason actually been given for it, though? <clears throat> no, can't be asked. Is probably the reason. Nope, they haven't given a they haven't given a reason. They just decided to stop doing it. It's a slow Part profit of the builder. Integration. It's a slow profit builder, and the board will be going. Where's the money? And they're like, wait, wait, the money will come. I think we have to wait. Yeah, I think the problem is they focus too much on the tat and not enough on the games or like the gaming culture yeah. or anything like that. Um, I'll tell you what will happen. It'll, it, it, they'll, they'll rebrand and they'll be like more like. Gadget shops, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, but HMV did that, and they're all closing down too. Of gadget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a time about about a couple of years ago, sort of five, six years ago, they did actually try and change it more from like a games real retail shop to an actual like gaming bunkers, didn't they? They'd have teams that yes. played within the shops and stuff. So Lasted I said that, ten minutes. Well, yeah. Mm. So that that was a non-starter as well. So why on earth, like, who made that decision? I know what seems like a good idea. We yeah. we went to the one in Wakefield, lovely city, joking, terrible. Uh, we went in there and they had that, la- that LAN stuff and yeah. we were stood outside game on 5G network getting faster speeds than the LAN party were getting. That's <laughs> one of the problems, they're being tight. The one, the, they had one of those in the Metro Centre for a bit until like, they moved to a smaller shop and it took up loads of the floor space. I never saw any fucker in it apart from the odd yeah. birthday party and they were all just fucking playing Minecraft. I'm like, well, what's the fucking point? You could always smell. I, it, I, I, I recently watched oh, a, a um, TikTok. Mm. I watched it. I watched a TikTok of the last cyber cafe in New York in in the um, Upper East Side, you know, the posh, yeah, posh part. And he's like, and he, he's a proper lovely old Jewish bloke. Where this is the last cyber cafe, and it's just like two or three old folk going in that haven't bought a PC yet. And it's like that man's not passing that shop shop onto his his grandkids. That shop's getting sold as real estate. Oh yeah. That's not going out, and it's going to be worth a million dollars. If more. Yeah, exactly. It was proper, beautiful, like, bodega strip, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was fucking stunning, but it was cyber cafe and fax machines. I'm like, you poor <laughs> bugger. I love it. That's what games are going to do. Games are just going to... Do you reckon they own their property? They must be renting. No, they rent. They so they, they, like there's most, no most, profit in that company. No, like most of their kind of city centre and shopping centre places will be rented. I think they probably they probably own. No, I think that I think they probably rent like the Sports Direct as Sports yeah, Direct, it'd be a concession. Sports Directs as well. So yeah, yeah I don't, I don't think there's any actual. There's only just. The I stock, tell you what, there's only just the stock, which I guarantee when this when game <laughs> falls, <laughs> it'll hit eBay for fucking nothing. Yeah, you'll be, be worth fuck all. The, the, the other thing as well, there'll be some fucking 
area manager that's worked for fucking game for 25 years rubbing his hands together <laughs> right now going, that redundancy is coming early, babe. We're going to retire to Spain. He's going to be buzzing. Tell you what, game Station was better. Yeah, totally. EB were better. I love They EB. just had better prices as well. Yeah. Yeah, G- game Station were always like undercutting everyone else, weren't they? Yeah. Mm. Oh, anyway... Retail is dead. Who would work in retail? Especially retail management. Who oh, would? wait. This idiot. Next. Halo Battle Royale reportedly cancelled after years of work. The mysterious, the long-rumoured Halo mons. Battle Royale project from series co-developer Certain Affinity is apparently no longer in development. Although, weirdly, speaking on Xbox era podcast, Reliable Insider, um, Special Nick said the game codenamed Project Tatanka this is so weird, has seemingly been cancelled. And then to clarify, Nick and fellow host (laughs) John Clark state they've both been contacted about the project being cancelled. Independent YouTuber Colt Eastwood, so weird, also (laughs) saying he's heard the game is cancelled, although the pair don't seem to know for certain. So it's such a a weird story. But Do you know why? Because battle royales are no longer in the zeitgeist. They're not the thing. Because why fight Fortnite? (laughs) I was just about to say, you've got Fortnite. PUBG still is massive, yeah, and that's yeah. it. Like uh, Apex Legends is kind of on the downward now. But like no one, or every new one that people they just don't work. Like they just feel tried it, didn't work. Here, it's not thing anymore. No one cares because yeah, you can't. You've, you've beat got Warzone and stuff. The free and, and version. Fortnite, that's it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, it's just it's, it was a trend for a while, and I'm seeing less and less Souls likes as well. That was a trend, you know what I mean? You're seeing less and less of this, less and less of that. Now the new one's Rogue Mode. Rogue Mode. <laughs> Everything's got a Rogue Mode. More of that later. Oh. Rogue Mode. <laughs> I know what you've been playing. Yeah, mum. Next. <laughs> Take two and remedy in trademark dispute over so our logo. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> so Remedy has responded to the trademark dispute with Take Two, stating it was resolved amicably last year. Take Two Interactive had entered a trademark dispute with Remedy, saying the latter's logo resembles the R with the star of Rockstar Games, which it didn't. But it doesn't. I don't think it did at all. <laughs> it not look anything alike. <laughs> a statement sent to Eurogamer uh, Euro read. This is nothing to. There's nothing to see here. This is a discussion between our teams that was resolved entirely <laughs> and amicably late last year. Like <laughs> Leslie Nielsen in front of that, but that bloody <laughs> feeling. Nothing to see here. <laughs> I mean, that's been mental. Sorry, like don't it. take two. Don't or both of them are, are working with the on Rockstar and they're they, working they, with Remedy. They, is that right? Yeah. They, they, there is yeah. collab. This yeah. collab, this collab. Which is uh, the thing is right. Can you own a letter? <laughs> well, it's, it's, so it, it's not saying that they own the letter. It's the it's the iconography and the way it looks. The thing is, the R and Rockstar is the R with a star at the bottom. The Remedy logo yes. is like it's like a mirrored R. Um, yeah. Different yeah. fonts, different styles, different colors. They don't look the same. Does no. Rockstar Games own the Rockstar Energy Drink? No. Completely different because that looks identical. So well, the Rockstar, the logo, ah, I'm looking at it. It's like it's it's like a swish. Yeah, it, it's it's more curved and it's got a swish at the bottom of the R. Whereas yeah. Remedy one is like a proper solid block, like straight. Roman it's straight. Thing. It's not italic. They don't look anything like you aren't going to look at Remedy. It's the fact the fact it says Remedy underneath it for one thing. <laughs> and go, oh, that must be Rockstar. That'd give it away. Yeah. 
Coincidentally, though, mm. with the Rockstar Energy thing, didn't Monster Energy try to sue Monster Hunter once? Yes. A copyright yes. infringement. Shut up. That didn't Other work either. Did Monster not. at really? the front. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, we should sue anything that has escapism and modern in it. Yeah, I just don't get how the like, Tate like modern that, how, how Monster Energy can be like, oh, let's sue this cook this game because it's got the word yeah. monster in it. Like monster was a, the word monster was around long before both companies existed. Hey, Beth- like, Beth- yeah. Bethesda, Bethesda tried to sue an indie developer making a game called Scrolls because they thought it would um, interfere with the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, that that that, that behemoth series. <laughs> Disney do this all the, the time. They, they went after this this woman who's like this tiny little like Etsy business and they're like, people might like think this is like Disney products. And she was like, how? Like, <laughs> yeah. how? Like, it's clearly that Can I'm a small Etsy business. Can we the Tate Modern? Is that possible? I've just said that joke. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch my that. God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. It's a good joke, Biggie. I like it. Well done. Can we sue the Tate Modern? <laughs> 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 oh, thank you. Oh, you are That's so more like funny. it. Oh, next. Square Enix confirms Foam Styles contain some AI-generated art. Mm. No. Final Fantasy's publisher recently said in a New Year's letter that if it intended to be aggressive in applying AI in its future game development, mm. at a recent press event, VGC asked Foam Styles producer if AI was used for any elements of the game, and he confirmed it had. For a small yep. number of art in-game icons and text prompts, visual art. It's a shame because um, I've said it before. I played the uh, the beta and good game, Foam Stars. Square good Enix, game, but that's, really... that's tar- that it tarnishes it, doesn't it? What you mean, NFTs, Square Enix slash yeah, AI, Square Enix slash bad guys, Bitcoins, Square Enix. But they're like behind on everything by two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, God. Come on, Square Enix. You've got they've got some of the most well-known and well-loved IPs, and they can just l- rest on that. You know what I mean? They're quite broad of a studio. They've got loads of stuff. Nah, let's get into AI this this year. And what's next? Are they going to be Skynet? Is this where it all ends? It might do. Yeah, I we're going to get chased by fucking slimes from Dragon Quest. Nah, this <laughs> Skynet still can't get the hands right. <laughs> no, that's true. It's yeah, true. Terminator's walking around with like just it'll just be all thumbs dropping the guns. Give <laughs> me <Nah>. puff puffs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if that's how I'm gonna go, it's a good way to go. Come with me if you want go. to puff puff. I do. Apart from the one the other day. Oof. Not good, mate. Oof. Not in the game. Uh, I know I know you're not reviewing the game. <laughs> A new announcement for Elder Scrolls, but it's probably not what you want. It's the castles, a new mobile game from the team behind Fallout Shelter. Can't wait. Candy will still play it. I'll still play it. Yeah. Have you got anything to add? I I spent a lot of time on Fallout Shelter. Fallout Shelter is one of the better Fallout games, actually. It's just a a time and a money sink. (laughs) Did you spend a lot of time on that other Scrolls game that's not Elder Scrolls because it had the word Scrolls Blade. title? Oh, no, no, just no, Scrolls. No, the one Gadget no. just mentioned. No. Did you play yeah. Elder Scrolls Blades, that terrible game? Uh, for about five minutes. It's crap, in it? What's that? It's the Elder Scrolls other Blades, it's, Elder like Scrolls. A, it's like a, a tappy-tappy Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, but it it's 3D, though, it's weird. It's 3D, yeah. It's sort of first-person 3D. Strange. It's like you turn a corner and there's like another baddie. In fr- it's weird. I knew it was a big deal before Apple Arcade turned up. Wasn't it? It was like a, oh, we can do console quality gaming on phones. Turns out they couldn't. Uh, so <laughs> <it's not laughs> like, when, when you said that, I thought it's not like Infinity Blade. 
it, no, no. It, 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 if it only. It was a bit like Infinity Blade. Yeah, it was a Blade, slasher, it, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, it, it was slashed side to side on the screen. It just wasn't as good but as Infinity Blade. It, nothing's been as good as Infinity Blade. That's yeah, the that, best phone was, game of all time. That was great, that. The thing ah, with Castles and stuff, it's just like, aesthetically, it's nothing like any kind of Elder Scrolls game you've ever seen before. It just doesn't, It's. it looks very much like a like a mobile game that you would see advertised on Facebook or something, but just with the Elder Scrolls name to it. And you're going to be sucking into it, maybe oh, yeah. buying loot boxes all month. Oh, yeah. That's oh, why I have to be yeah. extremely careful. They get very addictive, them games. They do. I, I could just pay £2.50 to get rid of this ad Not for much. What's £2.50 every hour? What is it? <laughs> yeah, what is it? <laughs> been there, mate. I did it with Monster Hunter Go. <laughs> I've been there, pal. They know what been they're doing. There. Predatory, <laughs> that's what, what it is. Absolute animals. Next. Um, I didn't get involved in the Xbox showcase in the week. I think Gadget and Oodles watched it, if I'm right. We did, yeah. Um, it. I think we a few it. things were mentioned, but one <laughs> thing that stood out is apparently Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones in the new game. Which it's be not Harrison Ford, though, is it? Baker. Looks <laughs> 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 like Harrison Ford. You were just, Sounds like yeah, Joel. Just reading him. that headline and smashing words together there, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was trying to improvise, but I'm too tired. Straight to away, me. when me and Gadget were watching, we both went, oh, yeah, it is his face. And then he, and then he spoke and we both went, huh. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> it's That's like right. sometimes it's Harrison Ford. But it's not a bad impression. Like, it's not bad. Yeah, the pro- the so. problem is, with um, if you got Indian, if, if you got Harrison Ford to do it, is if you've watched um, the new film, The Dial of Destiny. Unfortunately. When yeah, he tries to do the voiceover for the younger... Like, yeah. just, just sounds old, f- like flashback version of India. It sounds like an old man with a young person's face. Like, it doesn't <laughs> it does. work. Yeah. Well, but, hey, Sonny Joe, um, come back there. <laughs> so when we, when we first, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if Gadget's changed on this, but when we first watched, me and Gadget was a bit. I mean, I guess correctly from day one, it's first person shooter, but I think a lot of people did. It's just from the but company. Me, that me and Gadget were it. not blown away by what we saw, were we, Gadget? No, I'm not thrilled on it. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be bad I'm one, I want to see more before I make an but you have heard it's an immersive sim haven't you I have heard that um, which is which has which tickled, tickled that little back of my brain a little bit yeah Wolfenstein's a fun great yeah the great games, games. like I trust so really even is. if it's not really what we wanted from Indiana Jones because let's be honest <clears throat> we wanted the Tomb Raider and Uncharted regards to the fact yep. that people go oh, it just looks like Uncharted it's like what do you think they're based off yeah exactly, yeah. Like, exactly. I just wanted one of them but I don't think Jones. people understand that that Tomb Raider is based on Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is based on Quatermain. It's all come from yeah. something, and the, there's no originality. What in an explorer? So I, that for, for years. I, yeah, I just wanted a third-person Indiana Jones game. Mm. I still think I, this game would be fun. It's just kind of not what I want from that IP. The problem I've got with it is, yeah. and I've openly admitted this for, I love the Wolfenstein games, the especially the recent ones. I hate the shooting in it. I think it's shockingly bad. It's terrible. First one's you have good. To pop- First one's great. Second one's a bit off in places. But- I think you have to. I think you have to put it on easy just to have fun with it. Nah. It's just why? Why could you bullet sponge a Nazi? It's just a bloke, and you could just be like, and he's not dead. It don't make any sense to me. Well, this is first person quipping anyway, so it might be all right. But I, d- I don't understand the thought behind it being first person rather than third person. Because if you've got somebody like. If you've got a main character like Indiana Jones, you want to be able to see it. You don't. If you're in first person, like to my mind, if you're playing in first person, 
you're playing yourself. It's yourself going through these experiences. When it's third person, you're watching a character do it. So why, why, whatever. <laughs> yeah, why? It's, 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 it's the fact that they've kind of done both, really, because when you... Yeah. When you are yeah, doing how, something, that panning is a bit weird though. When it pans in and out, yeah, it always yeah. makes me feel think, sick when games do that. Yeah, yeah I think the game looks like a VR that. game. Genuinely, I think it looks like a VR game. It, it would probably when make holds a the way. VR game. I do. I think that. I think that that's how you do it. Because they have done uh, Wolfenstein VR games, haven't they? Did they do? Wolfenstein? They did that. I can't remember if they did Wolfenstein. They did Doom. No, they, they did a Wolfenstein Doom. one. Um, it was a, then, it, it was more of an experience than a game. A Wolfenstein VR. Unless someone just modded it, maybe. No, no, no! I think that's a genuine game. There's a Wolfenstein. Oh, uh, Cyber Pilot, yeah. <clears throat> Cyber Pilot, there you go. And and apparently it's it's fun, but it's an experience. But if they do this Indiana Jones as an immersive sim and less on the action, because think about the Indiana Jones films. Most of the action's in running about and being chased, not shooting Punching people. Yeah, not sh- yeah, exactly, not shooting. How many times does he shoot people? Do you know what I mean? Not that many. It's not like Nathan Drake that's murdered thousands of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. This is my first predictions of the year. Let's Before go. Put this in. It's not this. gonna in it. It won't come out this year. It'll be no, delayed. I don't think it will. That's fact. Add eighty-two Metacritic. I said seventy-two. So it's a full oh, ten-point disparity. I think uh, I, I think eight, I think eighty Metacritic. I think like yeah, it's it, it's going to be an eight out of ten. I don't think it's going to be bad, but I don't think it's going to blow us away the way we want it to. I'm going to say doesn't eight out, eight out of ten sounds fine, doesn't it? But eighty out of a hundred Metacritic goes, <laughs> sounds oh, minging. Yeah, because yeah, it <laughs> it's just like you're dropping twenty <laughs> points rather than two, and it just mm. sounds. But it's exactly the same. But it sounds worse. Anyway, on the flip, we got to see Avowed, which I think looks good. Uh, Gadget is right; looks a bit sparse, but maybe they're just holding that back. We no, got well, to see. Uh, apparent, apparently, that's a linear game. It's not open world. Mm, yeah, I heard oh, that good. as well. I'll There's nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. nothing yeah. wrong with that at all. Give me more linear uh, games. <laughs> we also saw Ada Ada. We saw that, didn't we? That Ara was good. Looks great. It's, it's like yeah. fucking civilization. Candy loved that game. She oh, loved it. <laughs> and then we got to see the new. Is it Mana Visions of Mana? Is it? Yeah, Visions, Visions of Mana. It's coming out. Don't that. that. Yeah, it's being confirmed. Yeah. It's a Game Pass game. I know, I know. Doesn't it look mint though? So you're gonna play that on your phone. <laughs> uh, no, I'll just buy it on PlayStation. Win like a fool. Um, it looks, it looks great. They, this looks like they've they've took a leaf out of um, out of Dragon Quest's book and gone right. Let's just ramp that cuteness up. Let's yeah. ramp those good character designs. Great uh, ginger character. We love to see a ginger character. We love a ginger. Represent. <laughs> and it just looks dead fun, and it's beautiful. All the pixels are just floating around. It's just stunning. I'm looking forward to it, because I've not played a Mana game since Secrets of Mana. S- since SNES. <laughs> Same here. I will play it. It looks like Dragon Quest. No, it does look like yes. Dragon Quest. It's like real-time Obsessed Dragon with Quest. that game at the moment. Re- real-time Dragon Quest. I mean, that's kind of what they are at Psych and Densetsu, aren't they? There was, a, there was a spin-off of like the Final Fantasy Dragon Quest-style thing, but like you can control the action. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, that was the um, the developer direct. It was fine. Oh, there was there, there was also Senua Saga, and we finally got a release date for it, which is something like the fourteenth of May. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that game. Oh, they also said yeah. it was going to be and, short um, in the original. Silk Song uh, Shadow dropped hours. as well, didn't it? Seven hours. Silk Song did hey, not drop. Hey, Biggie, fuck you. <laughs> oh wow. wow. Yeah, seven hours, Candy. It's someone uh... <clears throat> <laughs> made a joke saying it's, it's taken. It's an hour per year it's taken them to... Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that but at the, all. I mean, the first the f- one wasn't that long. 
But yeah, yeah, guys, yeah, it's on Game Pass. Stop moaning. The first one was 12 hours long because you spent all those times looking for those fucking visual puzzles. If they've, if they've sacked them off and got a seven-hour tight game, I'm fine with it. Yeah. It, the first game would have been a lot better without that. It's more about the experience so. of like the visuals and the sound. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a very yeah. narrative-heavy, just mm. almost uh, walking sim, I hate to say it, but walking sim-style focused like mental health odyssey, isn't it? And yeah. Hopefully it does terrible because it's in my um, it's in my fantasy league. I'm a counter pick. You <laughs> pick that, you idiot! You idiot! I like to gamble. I'm a gambling man. Gadget picked against mine. One of mine. One. You gotta know when to roll. That's being the gambler. I, pick, I picked against um, Suicide Squad, which is very wise. Who picked against? I thought you'd picked against my what? Um, Warhammer one. No, why, why would I do that? I'm looking forward. He would to that never game. go against 40k him ever in, in, Actually, in his yeah, that's life. That's a good point. Why would I do that? I mean, that game looks great. I expect oh, it to be mint. More excited for that game than you are. <laughs> <laughs> more excited for that game than anything. But yes, uh, I, I, again, me and Gadget have both said this. We like these directs, and it was a good one. It was. I liked seeing Todd at the end stealing that that trophy. Very funny. Yeah. Very funny. He's a funny that's guy. A little treat for me. Did you tell him to do that, Gadda? Did you give him that I, idea? I did. We had a little word beforehand. He's, def- he's definitely been on the Just for Men, though. That oh, man yeah. has dyed his hair so <laughs> fucking much. And his eyebrows. That hair is a flat colour. <laughs> as a man that dyes his hair every month, that is dyed. <laughs> I've, I've seen that that poof. When you dye your hair, you poof. It poofs out. So it's candy. Uh, it was plenty. Plenty. Count picked it. Oh, plenty. Ooh, I've got some points today. Oh, well done. Congratulations. Anyway, next. Almost there for the film one. <laughs> uh, potentially dangerous Tekken 8 accessibility features will now be removed. So they tried the hardest to add in um, an Lock effect that helped mode. people for... It was, was easy it mode, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, thought it was, it was easy was... mode where you just tap square and you win. No, it was it, it was a fi- it was a filter to help colorblind players, but the problem is, um, yeah, it did some it did something. I can't remember whether it was with the frame rate or whether it was with the frame generation or something. E- either way, it caused people to have migraines and headaches, and um, ha- also oh. has the pot- has the potential to cause seizures in epileptic people. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Because the pattern used was similar to the infamous Porygon episode of Pokemon. <gasps> oh if yeah, somebody, I remember that. If somebody had a. An epileptic fit, I think. Yes, because it, it flashed the screen. It flashed the screen. It was uh, Pikachu's eyes, wasn't it? They flashed like red yeah. and black, and everyone started having seizures. Yeah. Oh, I like should have that, said I um, had that and sued them. Simpsons episode when they're in Japan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, correct. Mm, well, next. Um, actually, speaking of tech oh, quickly, did everyone see that, um, th- that promo video they did? What the fucking. Guy from Succession. His name's gone from my head now. Brian Cox. Brian Cox, that's the one. Fucking no. Yeah. He was in a Tekken 8 promo. Brian Cox. He Tekken... told Jink his armor to fuck <coughs> off. Brian Cox telling <coughs> the history of the Mishima clan. No fucking yeah. way. You talking... made oh. I have not talking about how they threw each other into volcanoes and off cliffs. No fucking it's so way. fucking good. Yeah. You are lying to full fucking five minutes. The story so far. Oh, Brian Cox. I can't I'm going to watch wait. that after this. The story, the story of Tekken the show by, by Brian Cox. Why didn't you tell so us good. this, Stig? It was in the Discord. 
The Mishima Saga rages on in Tekken 8, but how did we get here? Brian Cox recounts the tournament's twister and cliffside (gasps) encounters that make Tekken... Tekken. Do you reckon that means um, Logan... Is it Roy? Logan Roy, is yeah. he going to be? Yeah. A, is he going to be a character in Tekken Eight? Uh, hilarious! <laughs> I'd buy it if you want. Honestly, you sure it's not the astronomer doing it? This it's the right Brian Cox. No, oh, no, it's <laughs> oh, Tekken Eight. Right, Brian Cox <laughs> talking about Hayachi throwing Kazuya off the cliff That's and him That's turn, turning the favor. and he's like, but this time, and then later on, he's like, this time he threw him into a volcano. <laughs> Like, do you know why that's good though? Because it's really good cross marketing. Because Succession is a bit like the yeah, of course, Mishima yeah. Zaibatsu oh, corporation. Yeah. But I bet Brian Just Cox was like reading the script for it, going, "What the fuck? What the fuck is this?" It used to make me laugh when um, it reminds me when Charles Dance used to read people's diary on the big fat quiz of the year when yeah, he used to be yeah. like oh, yeah. Jade Goody's diary. Second eight. That will be. I'll put it out there right now. That's what I'm reviewing next week. Game of the year. <laughs> It's game coming. Pre ordered. It's a game, isn't it? Oh, it's pre ordered. I got it. It's coming next Friday. Good man. Good man. Well, I, you just he's gonna he's gonna mainline that story mode like nobody's business. <sighs> he needs to know before Twitter spoils it for him. It's <laughs> all I'm in for. How about that's his Dragon Quest? Yeah. Tekken is Stig's Dragon Quest. <laughs> Who gets thrown into the volcano? Oh no. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah. knows? It's so I'm going, for, I'm going for Yin Jin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Mokujin. Just chuck the wood in. Chuck it in. Next. Almost there. Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth's new game plus is locked behind a £15 paywall. Oh, paywall? Paywall. 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 That is disgusting. (laughs) Yep, the usually free feature in the Yakuza and Like a Dragon series will only be in the deluxe editions of the game. Nice. Sega... Um, that's just terrible. Um, this reminds me of remember Gadget. Remember Azura's Raft. To get the ending, you had to buy the DLC. Yeah, I remember that one. That that didn't go down well. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's horrendous. Well, it's, you it's, got, it's, you got near the end, and it went to be continued in the upcoming DLC. I hate that. It's it's, it's, it's kind of almost as bad as with like Mass Effect Three. If you didn't buy the Arrival DLC, yeah, like a lot of shit was happening that you didn't have any context for. Like you were arrested. <laughs> And like you yeah. were facing court martial, and it might have been a cutscene to explain this. You just get a bit of Anderson telling you, "Oh, you really fucked up this time, Shepard." How? What did I do? I just <laughs> what did I do? This new game. <laughs> oh Amazing. God, it's so fucking bad. That that is for the uh, uh, um, the, I can't say their studio name. Ryu Gugugugugugugugu for that studio. <laughs> Ryu um, Oh, uh, they are darlings. Yeah, it's, this is it, not a bad move. This is not a good move, I mean. It's it it seems like a strange choice and I think it will affect very few players, but like you can't get the hard and legend difficulties without going through new um without someone on Twitter today told me it affects the platinum. That's what I'm saying, it would affect the platinum or your thousand gamer score or Which, whatever. Someone like me, I love a platinum. Yeah. I also it's th- not very good. I also think it's going to be a very long game in general since it's got that Animal Crossing side mission thing. So. I don't think the game's going to be... I think the game's going to be fantastic. It's going to be banging. Mm. I'm, but I'm, that I'm is disgusting. Friday, <clears throat> That's disgusting predatory. And I kind of want them to back down on it before... I'm not technically voting with my wallet because something else is coming out that I want to buy instead. But I'm kind of... The problem the is... Mod- the moral high ground just on this. that. Will there be more of this? Yes, of course. It's a deadly precedent. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm. Uh, Sega. I've always been bad as Sega. 
It's the Mega Drive. Scrubbers. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Finally over to the world of film and TV. I'm trying what? To that wasn't the short. news? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> it's you guys waffling on about all the, all the stuff. We're correspondents. Uh, Noah Hawley's Alien prequel um, is basically just going to skip past all that Prometheus shite. Good. Great. Next. 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 <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing to add. Next. No. Perfect decision. Uh, ra- very quick one. Razzie nominations. Um, the fourth uh, movie of The Expendables is right up there with the nominations for seven. Stallone is nominated for Worst Supporting Actor. Uh, it's the 16th nomination. Supporting <laughs> actor. And supporting he's... actor in his own franchise. <laughs> <laughs> However, Stallone can laugh and pick up a Razzie because he can turn around and go, I've got an Oscar, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He can still do it. Halle Berry did it. Halle Berry did it. Megan Fox is up for two <laughs> awards for two separate She's won movies. loads, eh? Mm. Yeah. Because she's yeah. shit. Yeah. is up there. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Mm. Uh, what else do we have here? Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny for worst That sequel. deserves a Razzie. It's not Vin the Diesel. worst sequel at all. Not it's by not far. <laughs> Vin Diesel is accepting the award for all of the Fast and Furious franchise. He's accepting um, the awards for his behaviour. Sorry, I shouldn't get into yeah. that. <laughs> uh, he's got the worst actor for the 10th movie. Um, what else is there? Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum When's that movie. out? It's got When's Shazam? four nominations. Shazam Fury of the Gods came out last year. Fuck yeah. me. <laughs> and and it See, did nothing. It didn't it did do something like like 10 million in its yeah, first weekend it or something. Big flop. I, I tell it you what, right. Black Adam. I I looking no at way. this li- looking at this list. I don't think they fucking watch enough films or try cuz I can clearly not with a hell of a lot of worse lists and films. I Yeah. I and I, I know I, they just I do it because just... it's the it creates buzz. Yeah, I wouldn't even a, put Vin Diesel in worst actor, like because he's just played Dom. We know what that kind of, we know what that is. There's oh, no yeah. way he's the worst actor of the year. Yeah. But well, no. They're... Apparently, Anna De Armas is because apparently the Guardian awarded it one star and calling it an industry shaming worst action <laughs> comedy. Oh, for Ghosters, yeah, I've heard that's bad. Ghosters is fucking shit. I've watched it. I watched it with Mrs. Terrible. See, like, Indiana Jones nominated for worst sequel. I mean, Ant Man and the Wasp. That was fucking worse. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's all a bit of shits and giggles in it. It's just a roasting, yeah. isn't it? Speaking Next. of Fast and Furious, did it? Speaking Ooh. of shits, Fast and Furious Eleven will be Vin Diesel's last one. Apparently, it'll Yay. have a smaller budget and it'll be a throwback to the first film. <laughs> DVDs. I found the DVD so players. Yeah, he's, he's going to go back to Nick and DVD players again, isn't he? We need DVD players again. <laughs> the, but, the, oh, gen, the, the, the Gen Xs are into them. Also, also <laughs> notice that. Fast X was the most expensive one, and it it did money, but I think it kind of flopped. So the fact that they're saying it's going to have a smaller budget and a smaller scale, they haven't got the budget anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think people are actually finally sick of them. But how do you how taking away my personal feelings about the Fast franchise, which you um, love, I, I, it's giving me a kidney stone. Um, mm-hmm. Out of love. How do you, how do you kind of come back and make it a smaller film based on the escalation of the last few films? Mate, they've also, been to space. They went to space. They went to little. End based on the end of the last <laughs> film. How do you do it? It doesn't make sense. I haven't seen it. No, yet. it doesn't. We need to get it watched soon, Biggie. Get it out of the way with mm. the longest running bonus show award goes to <laughs> Too Fast Too Furious. There is going to be a moment near the beginning of that film. I'm just going to say it now. 
there's there's something that's said on a YouTube part, and I already know your reactions to it. <laughs> I know what because you I had because I had the reaction in the cinema, but I couldn't say it out loud because I was sat in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I got a free ticket for that, by the way. I did not pay. Good. Um, I watched it in unsavory means. <laughs> Good. So yeah, I'm watching it against my duress. Apparently, the fast the fast eleven plot's going to revolve around a single heist or a race. So, yeah, I wonder if that means nice. they're going to bring back the wonderfully titled Race Wars again, because race that Wars was a thing gone. in the film. Oh wow! <laughs> no, it's going to be a race across the world, and at one point they're going to get in like hot air balloons, and then they're going to be on trains, <laughs> and they're going to be on like those, you know, those like old old fashioned pump it trains like that. Yeah. <laughs> one, I, every, I every race wars those, think of. Um, Cruiser shit. Imagine that you see it. Imagine though, if they get, if they get, if they get to the driving across America, they get to New England. Like, what we're we gonna do? How we're we gonna get further? And then Phileas Fogg turns up and goes, "Now there, gentlemen, get in my hot air balloon." <laughs> oh, that sounds like a fucking Family Guy cutaway. And that he's fucking go and he's taking them down. He's like, "Does it go any faster?" He's like, "Now it's about family, the hot air balloon." <laughs> no, no, no. That he puts the nos in the hot air balloon. You, 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 joke, noodles. <laughs> But there's almost a kind of scene just like that in the after credit in the mid credit scene of Fast X. Oh, I don't watch mid credits. I'm not interested in that's fucking. They are. They're going to go back in time. Fuck. They're going to try back in time travel, to Phileas Fogg. No, to the Wright brothers on the plane and everything. This is going to go back through all transport. Actually, it's going to oh be amazing. Stevenson's rocket. Let's go. Yes, too slow, too boring. I don't know what they'll call it. <laughs> Fast X dash two. Fast and Phineas. Too fast in the fast past. Fast and Phineas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's a title right there. Phileas, the not Phineas. Close enough. That's what that's what <sighs> makes it funny. It. Exactly. I wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> Next. Next. Uh, Daredevil Born Again. The TV series will no longer be 18 episodes, but instead be more in line with Netflix show's original episode count, which is around 13. Thank fuck, because I think we were going to do a podcast series on this one. Yeah. Yeah, we, this we, was we, one we were actually going to do. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Oof. Nice. 18 <laughs> weeks. Imagine <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that. They knew, they knew about us, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, good, because 18 Oof. weeks is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, 13, 13 even seems too long. 10, 18 weeks is even, there's a lot of padding, isn't 18 it? 18 yeah. weeks, there's even a chance I'll be on holiday, which is rare. Yeah. <laughs> 18 weeks. That's insane. I like 10. Ooh, 8 to 10 is the sweet I love spot. a 10. I love a 10. Yeah. A, a good solid 10. Next. Here's a weird one. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 has now been officially retitled to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Oh, that's, that's original. They'll, they'll just thought of a different title for the second part. Yeah. So yeah. this is apparently because market research shows that people tune don't out like a part, part two. Don't like a part 1 because that means that they're going to be left with a cliffhanger Knowing yep. that I I'm now have to wait for part two, unless they know, like, a Lord of the Rings is. I know it's got separate titles, but they know that that's a continuation of a story. Yeah. Um, when it comes to a brand new film like this, the market research has basically showed that putting part one on a film turns people away. Hence, I why still... June is not part one until you actually got in the cinema and it said yeah, June you. part one. And yeah. Across the Spider Verse was meant to be. Across the Spider Verse Part One, and then they changed it to just Across the Spider Verse, which is why yeah. loads of people came out going, "I didn't realize that this was a Part One because it doesn't say it in the title." They it's were like, a, "We got gotcha. you." <laughs> it's a, basically a way of tricking people 
uh, because I still say I've I've said it before. We've, we've I think we've all mentioned this on podcast. I'd still love to be a fly. And maybe someone like Planty or, or Biggie that's old enough. Do you old old guys would remember going to <laughs> cinema to see Star Wars: A New Hope and it's saying Episode Four? That must have blown your fucking mind. Oh, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't what? Episode it, it, Four. It, then. It, it didn't. It didn't. That, that Did it not? Until, was that, that not was, till release? That was that. That wasn't until the um, the nineties remasters. Really? Yeah, it wasn't because, until because the, I, the I remember. So he just called. So just called a new. Cinema. Was that just called Star Wars the original? It was. It was. It was. It was literally just called Star Wars, and then Star Wars, then Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back, Back, and then Return of the Jedi. Oh. And they didn't put the episode numbers in the in the title crawl until they'd confirmed they were doing a prequel series. So then they said, "Okay, this happens. This is Episode 4. Is that now. correct, Biggie? You were there. Not for Star Wars. That was seventy seven, bitch. But um, yeah, you were. Yeah, you were there. You weren't. You wouldn't plant it. But together. I think it's still weird though when you think when you watch Star Wars that they've got this big spiel in the, the crawl at the beginning and it's still like smack bang in the middle of an event you have no idea what happened before it like, I love what? that I love that that's so fucking dramatic that's yeah it's great but it, it must have confused a lot of people like what have of I missed of course it did yeah but yeah good good explanation on that stick next come on come on John Boyega will star as the young Eli in the Book of Eli prequel series excellent next let's 30 go years let's go before the film oh, yeah, let's no, go no, yeah. Uh, a new <laughs> Jurassic World film is in development. No, let's go. Actually, this next part is hope. It might give you a little bit of hope. Oh, here we go. Carry on, Biggie. Tell him because he cut, <laughs> cut, cut you off. OG Jurassic Park writer David Coop is pe- uh, returning to pen the script. It features an all new storyline. So the original Jurassic Park writer is doing it. Mm. Let's go next. That- let's go. I don't trust it. <laughs> get him. Get, get Spielberg back. Get Spielberg back. Direct, write, produce, everything. Spielberg, let's uh, go. Mortal Kombat next. Two has wrapped Mortal filming. Two. You cast next. Let's go. Additions include a list of people. Uh, just say Carl Urban's in it. There you go. Yeah. Is it? Oh, because yeah, you, you go down the list of the list of names and it's like I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, the, char- the yep. characters will be Jade, Kitana, Shao Kahn, Johnny Cage. Quan Chi, King Jared, and Queen Sindel. They're the new cast. Bang into that. Bang into that. Next. <laughs> okay, I'm going <laughs> to skip the music one because I need to talk, tell you about the oh, weird that's a world fun where one. I want to No, don't skip any. Too. I want to take the piss out of him. Okay. Kanye West debuts his titanium teeth. Eric's <laughs> experimental <laughs> dentistry did not remove his real Let teeth. Let me Google this. Let me Google the this. The controversial rapper... Formerly known as Kanye West, who had spread anti-Semitic rhetoric. Oh, or, uh, he's apparently apologised for. Oh, which is not I've just seen still. it. It's, oh, it, it's kind of making us feel sick. Oh, oh he's got Tim Fowler in his teeth. Yeah, it makes my feelings. <laughs> his teeth uh, look a bit like Jaws, the villain from. Uh, no, it looks like Roger he's, he's on films. It looks like it's the first time he's ever had a Kit Kat before. It's awful, isn't it? Foil off. <laughs> I generally thought that he'd like originally he'd had like these put in, like he'd had his veneers or whatever. Or like, it was a grill or something. No, I didn't think it was a like a you know like a temporary one. I thought he literally yeah. had his teeth filed down and they put this in in in, in instead. In like, place, yeah. But apparently he hasn't. He just so it's just shocking. like a gum shield. Man's a lunatic, more or less. Next. But it cost him eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, I wonder if it's magnetic. We could fuck him up. Apparently, it's apparently it's <laughs> permanent as well. How's he? How's he gonna Good. fucking clean it? Is he gonna get like a fucking angle grinder in there? How's he gonna? Well, it's titanium in it, so it'll be. Apparently, it hasn't affected his real teeth. They're still there. It won't affect his um his work either because he's a terrible now, isn't he? Anyway. Yeah, but so how would you? How, yeah, would it not affect the way he speaks and raps potentially? He doesn't care. He's not really good anymore, is he? I don't know. I don't, I don't listen to him out of like principle. Principle, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't ally myself with titanium. I'm told teeth. that his stuff's Fuck. still really good. It's just I don't I don't give him the time of day. It's a weirdo. Next, final, come on, let's go. Okay, over to the weird world web. You hope you're ready for this one. Nope. Woman has hamster stuff to look like a pole dancer with notes in its G string. <laughs> <laughs> it's the woman's name. So, why are you candy looking at me? Just <laughs> Porter Langson was devastated when her. I have no idea what this is. Roborowski dwarf hamster named <laughs> Hamilton died last August, and she had him for three years. She wanted to do something special to immortalise him. She found a local taxidermy artist to turn Hamilton, also known as Hammy, into a pole dancing stripper. Hamington. And if you haven't brilliant. seen Alexander it already, Hamilton. I'm going to post a picture of it, hopefully. <laughs> Poor Hamington. Um, in the chat. Oh, dear. I'm if this works. For this, again, audible medium. There you go. There is a picture of said hamster. Huh. <laughs> Oh, there he is. <laughs> Rip and ham. Oh. <laughs> the more oh. you look at it, the more surreal it becomes. It's just poor baby. <laughs> I, love, I love the bit. I like it. I like it. I'm into which it. Is, which, which marks Jess a music merchandiser. So Candy, you've done this. You've done that before. I have. She she calls yeah. it an emotional Group support it. hamster. Oh. <laughs> Does it give good oh. advice? It gives good um, pole dancing lessons. Well, <laughs> you've peaked. Let's go. Let's get on with the show. Let's get on with it. Hammy, <laughs> Hammy died in August 2023, just shy of three oh, years God, after he's still I got going. Him. Which he is a good age for a hamster, by the way. Yeah, Not 10. He passed away in his sleep. Five years. By, by the way, let's go back to this. I'm pretty sure my hamster lasted five or six years, and I know he did for a fact. There you so go. It can it's last not the same longer. hamster. No, I've, it is. You know? Mine was that the same might hamster. be the exception, but it's not fucking... There's no way... Not ten years. It ten. Not a chance. No, not a chance. It was probably swapped. But listen, listen. She <laughs> went on to say, "I thought it was a good way to go, not like flying into a blender or something like some people's hamsters." <laughs> yeah, but they don't. I mean, they don't put them in the blender. Often happens. Often happens. Blenders. <laughs> Who the fuck owns a blender? <laughs> that's the, that's the bit you you question a noodles. That's the bit you question. Yeah, I have two blenders. Of course you do for your protein shakes, baby. Let's go. Everybody loves him. Shakes, I pitched man. the idea to my friends first and asked if it was morally questionable or a good idea. And everyone said, I had to do it. He deserved it. Oh, she's gone to hell. That. No. It's very what? unchristian of that hamster to do this. What her friends really meant. What her friends really meant was, we really want to see this. So, yeah, do it. <laughs> oh, it's a great idea. You know he loved oh. pole dancing. That was yeah. his favourite. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, God. Oh. That's it. It's done. It's over. We yeah. fucking cowgun in this new segment. Christ. Editors, come on. We need an editor. <sighs> Let's get on with the main show. Main show, main show. Gadget, come on. Okay. Pull it back. So I've got Be a tight. Couple, I've got a couple of things to talk about here. First one is and I'm not going to talk about it for very long. Um, but uh, Pip and I have started watching The West Wing. Good um, show. It's a very good show. So I've seen it before. I've, I I went through all eight seasons. Uh, sorry, all seven seasons years ago. But Pip's never seen it. It's been something I've been trying to get it to watch for a while. It's uh, hard to get sit down and watch it, isn't it? Well, it's more just there's always been other things to watch. And bear in mind, the show started in 1999. So it, it does. Yes. It has aged a bit. It's weird seeing a show these days where, where not everyone's glued to their phones. And when you do see a phone, it's a flippy one. Yeah. 
So uh, if you haven't seen it, it's an American serial political drama created by Aaron Sorkin. It was uh, started in September 1999 and ran until 2006. It's primarily set in the West Wing of the White House and the Oval Office, and it focuses on the fictional Democratic uh, presidency of one Josiah Jed Bartlett, played marvelously by Martin Sheen. Given one of his He's most, role. it's one of his most charming performances. Um, it also it also stars Alison Janney, Richard Schiff, um, John Spencer, Bradley Whitford, um, Janelle that Maloney. That cast is amazing. Yeah, uh, at some point, like Jimmy Smith and Alan Alda make appearances. So it's Christy yeah. Chenoweth. Like a lot of people have been in this one, um, and it's. We we've pretty much gone through the entire first season. We're a bit. We've just started the last episode, but I had to come up here and record this. Um, it's interesting to watch a program that's kind of pre nine eleven. That's yeah. hopeful. Like all of the things they're, they're doing, trying to make America nice better. again. Yeah, they're trying to make. They're yeah. actually Great are trying to make a difference and make things better. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot. Also, Rob Lowe's in this one. This is the kind of the first thing I've ever seen Rob Lowe in. Um, so handsome. Yeah, and he, uh, I'm fairly sure his character is just played for laughs in um, Parks and Rec because yeah. it's the same character, yeah. same guy. Yeah, uh, but it's it's a wonderful series. It's well done. It's so well written. The banter between the characters is incredible. Um, John Spencer as Leo McGarry is just fucking mm-hmm. brilliant. Yeah. The president's chief he's of staff, a real standout. He is. He is. Yeah. He's so it's good that show that got me into American TV series like dramas. It was one of the first ones I watched as well, to be honest, mate. I just thought this is next level. It's that old, guys. I watched it with my mum at home (laughs) while I was a child. I think what's good about it as well is that even though the dialogue is very fast-paced and it's very detailed, it goes into a lot of detail in the American political system, everything is explained for anybody to get. Like like the the, the intricacies of how politics is done in America. It gets broken down for laymen. Yeah, and you get these. I, I love the way the show kind of looks. Like you get these these really long one shots of them kind of walking through the corridors of the White House, con- yeah, conversing yeah, yeah. with each other, and like characters. Very come funny in joke from Family Guy where they never stopped walking. Yeah. That nice. <laughs> <Did you see? laughs> the. Uh, but there's also um, the decision making as well by the characters, like the imperfections yeah. in their decisions, and yeah. the fact that it's not black and white. It's it's everything. It's. They look at all the options, and I just thought that was Agreed. superb. Yeah, um, I I think it's a wonderful show, and it's on Prime under their freebie thing, so you can watch it for free. It is. Um, it does have adverts, which is a little bit annoying, but also not too bad. Before you before you drop that one, it's one of the first like really well inclusive shows I've ever seen. It is actually that, that was one thing we picked up. That, that there's an episode super quite, inclusive. There's an episode quite early on. I think it's like the fifth episode. Um, mm. And they're, they're up in the, the residence after like a stressful day and they're all having drinks after something. And yeah. President Bartlett, is, he's talking to like his, his advisor in it and he's pointing out all the women in the room and how awesome they are. Yeah. Independent yeah. Yeah. of their relationships to men or um, their sexuality or whatever. It's just their yeah. achievements and, their, and yeah. they're, they are there. They are human beings. Better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's a great I like show. the... Um... The relationship between the president and um, I can't remember the guy's name. I'm going to say Charlie comes to my yeah, head. Char- yeah, Charlie's his body man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just so cool, like this young black guy that he was kind of trying yeah. to sort of, I don't know, inspire. Mentor. I guess maybe mentor, inspire. Mm. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's a great show, fantastic. and it doesn't fall off a cliff either. No, it's pretty consistently good all the way to the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But the other cool. thing that um, that I've done this week which is what's left me incredibly tired and very exhausted, 
Um, Pip and I have a surprise Wankin. for you all. So if you give me a second, I'm going to turn my screen off and I am going to call her in. A stripper. She's oh, pregnant. No. He's been banging her all week. Shaved her ass. Don't spoil it if she is. <laughs> if you've spoiled this, you're horrible. <laughs> I'm so tired because beast. we've been... All right, you ready? You're a beast. I'll turn the camera yeah. on now. Yep. All right. We got a dog. Ducky. <gasps> oh, hey. my God. She did have a baby. It is almost like a baby. We got, oh, look at her. Is a boy or a girl? It's a girl. She is. She's beautiful. She is a uh, staffy mix. Um, yeah. XL bully. Staffy <laughs> cross with an English bull terrier. Looks like it. Yeah, she's, looks like yeah, it. Yeah, you see it. Pink. She is pure white with pink nose. Um, yeah, she's you see him. Deaf. Um, so very much, like, very much like Lola, our great Dane that we used to have. Bit much of a joke. Pip knows doggy sign language. She does, um, but she's yeah. Nine... You go like this with some pedigree chum and go. You want some? You want some? <laughs> she is uh, nine months old and she is a ball of energy, which is why we're both fucking exhausted. It's yeah, really is she? Is she? Is she strange yet? We are stronger for it. Hello. Hello. Are we back in the, the room? I asked. I asked if she's out strange yet. Yeah, she's house trained. She she was owned by someone before we got her. So what have you called her? So she, we haven't decided on a name for her yet because she's deaf. We can kind of call her whatever we want. The name that the <laughs> the, the name that she had at the shelter was Dandelion, which is pretty. No, cool. no, so, I've Yaskia. got a better name. Yes, no, no. Uh, we we were th- we were thinking either Joy or uh, Delilah, or or Boo, or Boo Tallulah. Because she's as white as a ghost. That's my mother's Oodle. name. Oodles. Is yeah, I like Boo. Boo's good. Um, no, Stick Joe, I and I knew a Tallulah. Yeah, we can't do Tallulah. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Um, I wanted to call her Littlefoot, but Gadget won't let me. Because it makes me cry. Because no. <laughs> she's got little tiny feet. <laughs> she's beautiful. Oh, look at she her. is beautiful. Oh. She's she's got she's got back legs. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations on your new arrival, so proud yes. parents. Yeah. We're exhausted. We are broken people because she has Mate, so much I've energy. had children and dogs, and, and dogs have always been more work than children. Walk. Yeah, we're very unfit and don't walk. We've gone from not walking at all to like doing like five, six miles a day. We've gone from now having I am. walking's great. A house cat to having a rambunctious nine-month-old puppy. We are exhausted. Aww. It must be and unusual not- having a, a deaf dog. Like I don't know how. At works because I'm so used to dogs being aware of so, sounds, so, so I don't so know quite how it works. The, with dogs. the very vibration heavy, aren't they? The very vibration heavy. She yeah. can hear some things. Like if I whistle, she'll like poke her head up. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. With with Lola, basically, what Pepper trained her to do was if she was off the lead, to just say, kind of keep looking up and finding where she was. So if if Lola got too far and we couldn't and we couldn't return, we couldn't get it to come back. We would just walk away, and then she would like go, yeah. "Oh no, out, no, no," and she'd run after us. Yeah, that's Where's how you do it. Yeah. So yes, this is this is the new little addition to our family. The cat is furious. Michael taught her the sign language to sit. I was very impressed. Who's Michael? How dare you say that on this podcast? Gadget. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really tired. Yeah. I'm really really tired. Oh, I am chuffed to bits for you both. I'm that tired. He calls me by his ex-wife's name all the time. I know it's infuriating. It's hilarious. Usually, usually when I'm about to shout at her. Cow. You cow. Yes. <laughs> you're lucky she can't awesome hear you. She news. would kill you for that one, Biggie. Oh, I know. Yeah, she I would know. kill you. Tell oh, me, I'll set the dog on him. What do you say? He said, You cow? You cow? 
I hate that, that one. Depression. I really hate that one. That's it's a horrible expression. <laughs> right, I'm, go I'm chuffed to bits for you for the, for this new creature that we've got in our lives now. now. This is your life now. Oh yes, yes, yes. We, we have it. We have a timer to make sure that, she, that to remind us to remind her to go out for the toilet. Uh, a little rainbow on it, and I sit it in front of gadget all the time. No. <laughs> Hey, do you know the worst thing about having a deaf dog is they're not. No, in fact, the best thing when the pizza man knocks, you're not going to do your head in. Yeah. Uh, also, also, they're not bothered by fireworks. Oh, <gasps> yeah. You did well. Did you go to the kennels and go get me a deaf one now? <laughs> I'm no, just it make was my it, dog's deaf. It was um, yeah. <laughs> one of one of Pip's friends was being quote unquote helpful. And um, <laughs> was searching on the Newcastle Dog and Cat Shelter website and saw a deaf Aww. white dog that looked very much like Lola. And Aww. it was just like, it's fate, you have to get this one. So we've had an impulse purchase of a dog. Do you want to see my Lola? <laughs> no, this is a family show. Oh, oh, no. oh you've got a little dog. <laughs> you've got a little dog? Where did you get that from? <laughs> She's been there oh, the time. black, I think. <laughs> Where the fuck did you pull that? Hold <laughs> <laughs> your dogs up. I need to take a picture. No, it's my brother. That looks like that dog from Men in Black. <laughs> it is, little pug. It's my brother's, yeah, but we're just looking after it. him, looking after her. I'm looking for my dogs now, but fuck knows. Got there. Lola. Got this one, little pug, and a little dash on Twiglet. But uh, Lola was at the door, and I just heard her, and I thought, oh, I'll bring her in. She doesn't sound very Everyone's happy. Everyone's got a puppy. Oh, she's a pug. They can't breathe. <laughs> she sniffs like this. She's like <laughs> when she sniffs. Look cat. how pissed off she looks. Oh. Watch she if, looks you go, if you go. Well, no, it's gonna be the um, socials clip <laughs> this week. Just Stig lifting a pug into, into the frame. Yeah, if you if you're not if you're yeah, not watching this out. podcast on YouTube, you're doing something wrong. This is a great show. Gadget, hold up the baby. Excellent. I need to take a picture. Hey, can you can 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 you? Grab her again, because uh, Joe wants a picture. I, this is Joe, for I can send you thousands, thousands of pictures. Who's oh, Joe? A picture of me and my Harry Potter. Candy. Brother. Why are people? Sorry. Why are people um, dead naming everyone? Now, no, Candy. Yeah, Candy sorry, Ken. I don't know what's going on here. Shut up. Isn't that true, Candy? It's in my Harry Potter it, onesie. That's why you want the picture. It is. Yeah. <gasps> Hang on, Harry Potter. That could be called Luna. That dog. Oh, that's a good one. Now the neighbor's dog's. It's a white dog. Oh, well, she's very close to Lola yeah. as well, isn't it? Dumbledore. Yeah, isn't it? Have you got your picture, Candy? Yeah, um, I've got I loads. I love Dolly Parton, and we're thinking of Dolly as well. Dolly? Dolly's, Dolly's nice. a great name. Yeah, Dolly's, Dolly's a nice. great name. Dolly's yeah. a good name. Dolly? Yeah. I approve. Dolly Parton I, did a I collaboration with Pets at Home on their clothes, and I've ordered one of their bandanas. Perfect. <laughs> I say Dolly. It. Dolly. That, Dolly. That dog is Dolly. Dolly. Uh, apparently, it's agreed it's Dolly. It's Dolly. Yeah. Dolly, Dolly. Oh, look, she likes it. She likes it. Ah. Because Dolly's she's on great. Trial, she's on Foster. She hasn't met the cat yet. Oh. <laughs> there, she's been named live on the podcast. I can't hear them. She's been oh. named live on boo. the podcast. <laughs> boo. We're going to baptise her oh. and dip her in. What is that stuff that Oodles oh. drinks? Dragon sauce? Dragon soup. <laughs> dragon, <laughs> dragon sauce. Dragon sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Love dragon sauce. A biggie just keeps saying oh. boo in the background. <laughs> now Dolly mixture because it's half a fan full of booby and that's what he has and wants. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> no, I'm just a shit ghost. No, he says he, right because he's, he's a shit ghost. Get the dog away. I'm roping it in. Let's okay. go. Podcast you, time. Right, I'm going away now. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Dolly. Get rid of it. Gone. Congratulations, gadget. However, this Michael person was she mentioned. Oh, I don't <laughs> know. He died years ago. 
Excellent, excellent. I'll uh, that that's that's a very good. How, how do I top that? But I'm going to try. <laughs> um, I've been playing uh, The Last of Us Part Two uh, remastered. I'm not going to talk on that much because I've not started the story again. But you know what? The rogue mode, guys. Yeah. The rogue mode. It's really fucking good. It's really tight. What do you like? I mean, Stiggle back me up on this one because he's definitely played it all. The gameplay on The Last of Us Part Two is second to none, isn't it, mate? Yeah, it's great. Imagine well, just it. that it's constantly. Oh, I didn't know you played it, mate. Sorry. Um, the second time, it's, it's just we, that. We, we never know whether elements. you've played a modern game or not. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, did you? Know- it's Jeremy because I tell it on the podcast that I completed, and I wanted to do a spoiler cast on it. But you guys said, "Oh, it's, well, it's God of War Ragnarok's got a rogue mode, but you've not even played the normal mode yet, and it's behind you." Oh, well, that, this, this is true. Yeah, but yeah, um, I'm not going to touch on it that much because I've not really played, but I, I tried a little bit in 4K. It's pretty, that game. It's a pretty game. Yeah. But the main thing I want to talk about is a show that's took a week of mine and my dear beloved's time all every evening. We've watched an episode of this show. Crime Stoppers. And I feel, I feel like... <laughs> Crime Stoppers. I've been living that. <laughs> I feel like I want my time back because I watched Netflix's Fool me once. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you've heard it. It's a she said he said heard the title. It's, <laughs> it's Netflix's UK version of a Scandi. Oh, with Michelle Keegan. Murder mystery. Michelle Keegan starring Michelle Keegan, a deal actor. I saw a Richard clip on Armitage. YouTube and it made me laugh because it was really bad. <laughs> yes, Richard Armitage and Joanna Lumley. Um, now. The plot is based on a trash novel of the same name by Harlan Coben, and it's described as the middle-aged white woman's junk food book novelist. I'd love it. So, yeah, I know you would. Um, the problem is when you do a dark Scandi show, Scandi-like detective show or crime drama in, like, Berkshire... It don't fucking work. <laughs> it don't fucking work at all. When you think, it's lovely round there, but what could go wrong? However, it goes wrong. So I'll give you the... I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I can tell you not to bother watching it. Um, but it's one of them shows that starts off really strong and really um, uh, palatable, and it just... All of them fun. do. The, the previous yeah. one they did, The Stranger, I think there was... Another one that they did, and it's the same guy as well, Richard. Yeah, Armitage same guy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it starts off like uh, Michelle Keegan. I can't remember a character's name. That's how Maya good Stern. It was. Maya Stern. There you go. Um, she buries uh, a sister, and then not long after, she buries her husband. Um, uh, and all you know is that he got killed in a robbery um, in a park. And then one day, uh, a friend gives her a nanny cam, and the day after, she looks at nanny cam, and her dead husband's there. Bum, bum. Look at Candy's fucking eyes. I am invested. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Adil Akhtar, the guy from Four Lions, you know who covers his beard up? Not bad. Yeah. He is fucking brilliant in this. And he's the only thing worth watching. He's so good in this. And he's got his own... He's the detective that's trying to unravel all this, but he's got his own... He's got his own plot in the background that's way more interesting than the actual murder plot, which is <laughs> not what you want in one of these shows when it's just a side plot, but he's going through some really deep mental health issues and stuff like that, and he's sensational in it. He carried me he carried me through the whole show, but the, the last episode, it, 
Do you know how, like, Poirot is pulp? And when everyone's in the room, everything's revealed, it was you, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's nowhere near that good. (laughs) It's just, how could we make the most offbeat, random twist of all twists, make M M. Night Shyamalan, like, blush? Just to shock him at the end, he does that, and it makes you feel like you've wasted all your time oh, and investment. Nah. It's just a waste of fucking time and energy. No one's terrible. I mean, this Michelle Keegan person, she's beautiful, oh, but yeah. she can't act. She's from Corey. Oh, was she? Yeah. She's beautiful, but she can't act. That's the problem. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's beautiful in it, but it's just somewhat ropey about it but it did grip me it did get me wanting to see but the ending just fucking destroyed all hope I've got for that I will never watch anything from this person again and Richard Armitage is usually really good do you yeah, know what I mean he's, I've, he's, I've had the same problem it's, any of those shows the concept is Harlan Coben if I remember I read a couple of his early books he's the Dan like Brown of fucking murder mysteries basically yeah but these shows Kind of like production values, and like you say, they start off really well, and then yeah, yeah. it just it, it probably doesn't capture the book. I imagine the book's probably alright, but they probably don't, don't deliver it well. It's just it really pisses you off, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this totally pissed me agree. off more than the last season of Game of Thrones, and this is just a one season and done show. That's how bad that last wow. episode was. Uh, but yeah, I I can't really recommend it, but it's like. Uh, 10 episodes we sat through it you know what I mean and they're like 40 minute episodes and it's, it's a, quite an investment to just get I don't know visually raped by the end fucking hell what that's the only way I can describe it that's how I feel I feel like I've been abused it's awful <laughs> I don't recommend it I give it about a 2 out of 10 ladies and there gentlemen you go. that was not from me <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's the only way. That's how angry I am. And I apologise if I've triggered anyone, but fuck me, what a load of tripe. <sighs> Candy, please tell me you've had a better week. Um, it's been all right. It's been all right. I'm going to talk about two things actually. Um, don't worry, they're quick. Um, because Gadget said she he's said. been watching West Wing. Yeah, you've been watching the East Wing. Yes. No, actually, I started <laughs> that's where I watching. Am. <laughs> I started watching The Sopranos. For the first time oh, ever. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah, now boy. we're talking. I wasn't going to talk about it, but seeing as Gadget did. Uh, it was actually my therapist <laughs> that made a Goodfellas joke. A therapist told you to watch fucking Godfather. Good- Go- <laughs> what did I, the I say? Sopranos. Sopranos. Yeah. The Sopranos, which well, is about therapy. therapy. In it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, I was saying your, your therapist told you to watch a show about therapy. He didn't tell me to watch you, it. Ma- it, ma- it makes them think that. Yeah, She's going to keep coming back if she sees how good the That's, therapy yeah, is. Yeah, the therapy, <laughs> therapy is, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think it's worse where you're sat there like fucking Tony Soprano. I was like, <laughs> I don't get that joke. You're doing it now. I don't... You're doing it yeah. now. Candy Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I started watching that and um, I was like, yeah, this is really authentic sort of late 90s. Yeah, I remember that. They've got that down really good. And look, I went to check and it came out in 99. So yeah, no the best thing about it is when you go back and watch it now, or when I did, I kind of watched it towards like the late 2000s, 
and they're all about, oh, DVD players, this is the next big thing. Yeah. And you just kind of sit yeah. there laughing, <laughs> laughing in Blu-ray and now laughing in 4K. <laughs> yeah, I've literally got the box set on Blu-ray. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm about halfway through season one of that, absolutely loving it. And um, It gets better, mate. Do you know what? Well, I'm sure it does. However, this fact, little factlet scared me. I'm the same age as Gandolfini was when he first started recording. He was 38. Yeah, he the same age as when he died. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway. He didn't change for about 20 years, though, did he? He always looked like no, that. No, he didn't. Some people are just born kind of older, and I think that's the way to go, isn't it, if you're going to be an actor? If you look old in the first place, you're fine. No one's going to no one's gonna age you. Have you done the... Have you done the um, I'm only 26. Have you done the uh, <laughs> what they're called boy dinner challenge with Sopranos, where you eat Italian food while you're watching it? It's oh my god! It's it's really good. It's really good. Like have some carbonara or something while you're watching it. I do like Italian food too, Canoli. apart from pizza crusts. <laughs> Everyone should watch the Sopranos. It's so fucking good. I do need to see it. It's probably going to go on the list. It changed television. Definitely, gadget. Honestly, it is. People, it is one of those ones where it's not overrated. Everyone talks about it because it's not that fucking good. It changed go television for me. Yeah. It was season four, I think, or something. Where I got for to... me, it was Sopranos Lost. You stopped at season four. Fantastic. Huh? You stopped at season four. Just got distracted. I was really into watching it, and then I ended up watching something else. So, yeah. How? I've seen it before. I've seen it oh, before. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm good. just talking about fine. my rewatch. Oh, my right. Rewatch. Oh, sh- shit. What's that, yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to hearing your thoughts on that, Candy, as you go along. And uh, yeah, I'll. Um, yeah. I, I'm sh- I don't think it's going to take me that long to binge it. So, a couple of weeks, I'll come back and uh, I will. Uh... Candy Soprano. I remember watching Sopranos and I had it, I burnt them onto like DVD, play- like CDs. And nice. I was meant to be training on a building site <clears throat> when I started in a construction company, but the uh, manager, the site manager, was away for a week. So I just sat in the office on his laptop watching The Sopranos for a week. So anytime anyone came in, I just like press pause. I had nothing else to do. I'd go walk around the site for a bit, talk to the lads, and then I'd go back in and just watch Sopranos for the rest of the day. Great what week. Yeah. Um, the second thing I did this week, and this is an absolute classic, um, stop me when you know what it is. Um, let me read you the uh, synopsis from uh, from Amazon. An aggressive 25-foot shark swims into the waters of a sleepy seaside town. The greedy mayor refuses to close the beaches for the safety of the community, and so the first corpses start washing up on the shore. Now that the ferocious aquatic predator has tasted human flesh, nothing will stop him getting in its nothing will stop him getting his next meal. An adrenaline film filled film full of suspense. Can you guess what it is? No, because I missed Africa, it's a stupid discard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we only heard the end of it. <laughs> I'm going to say Crocodile Dundee 4. Sharknado or I'm something. I'm going to say Piranha 3 double D. No, it's, I'll uh, put you out if you suspense. It's Cruel Jaws. Nothing, nothing at all like normal Jaws. Cruel Jaws. Crawl. Oh, no. Oh, cruel. 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 Oh, cruel Jaws. Cruel Jaws. like Jaws with like a Cruella de Vil like wig on? No, that, I think that might be slightly better. It's a, Watch that. It's what I would describe as a candy classic, in that oh, it's yeah. so not good at not good at all. Then. Well, I read this. I, re- I read this description. I was like, "That sounds shit." I'll watch it, and I wasn't. I was pleasantly surprised at how shit it is. It's 
So it's it takes like literally scene for scene, basically Jaws, and <laughs> but makes it so much worse. Is this someone singing on a boat, singing the song "Spanish Lady"? <laughs> I mean, look at that! Look at that shark I've just posted in the uh, in the thing. That's from it. Oh, hang on! And this dude, this dude as well. This guy falling into the sea. Stunning. Oh god! <laughs> oh dear. What's the point? The thing the about point? That, Load up cruel jaws on Google Images and have a good laugh. The thing about cruel jaws is that's meant to be a tiger shark. That's not a tiger shark. But not only that, is every shot of the shark, it's bigger. Like there's one shot where it's fucking like its head. It's the fucking size of a boat. And the next one, it is actually a tiger shark. It's the most ridiculous fucking thing. Like the music is rips. It's literally the there's there's one bit of music that's literally the opening to Star Wars. I've got no idea how they got away with it. Apparently, like this is a mid nineties <laughs> film as well. Like it was definitely from it was the nineteen ninety five. It got it got twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What the fuck are you doing? I know. I told you it was a good one. It's got a three point four no. on IMDb. It's. So you stopped uh, watching ask... The Sopranos to watch No, no, that. no. Can I ask, like, yeah, what point do you th- look at and go, I'm going to watch this tonight? Out of all the plethora of, like, amazing films. <laughs> she smokes too much yeah, ganja, that's... mate. That's She's so on the fucking reefer stuff. all the There's time. There's so much boring stuff out there. Why would I not want to watch Cruel Jaws? Oh, it's just, it's, it's, <sighs> a, it's a cinematic masterpiece. So, for example, like, I don't think that they had the capacity to rent out lights because when they filmed outside scenes, it was clearly just... A, when they when they filmed nighttime scenes, it was clearly just it was daytime, Sounds but they had like a blue oh. filter at the top. So. That's how you do it. On on the IMDb page under goofs, it says sometimes the shark is clearly a dolphin. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, can't it, wait to watch that. This one it really gets a candy award. I, at 40 minutes, the helicopter pilot takes his hand off the throttle and points out the window to the shark. He would lose control of the heri- helicopter. Yeah. I mean, that's like a minor thing compared to some of the things. It's... Yeah, the fact it exists. Yeah. Oh, and the, the, I don't I don't understand what's going on with the sound as well, because I think you know sometimes like if they're filming outside, you have to redub it, but with the actor that's done it, so it kind of like the lips move at the same time it's got adr they did that but like the the sentence would be delivered about three seconds after they did they made no attempt <laughs> to, to kind of line it up like this podcast yeah right hey <laughs> when she when she's being pulled from the water the quote-unquote paralyzed girl wildly kicks her legs fuck <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah it's great everyone watch, <laughs> everyone watch cruel jaws nope no, I'm moving on from you. You've scared me enough. Um, Stig, what have you been doing, mate? I'll tell you some films that you should watch. I actually have had a fucking great week. You know, you just have like an awesome week of films. Yeah, I think it was uh, the summer of 2005 for me <laughs> last time. No, just like every film. I've, I've watched like five films this last week and all of them have been great. So I'm going to talk in the green room about still a Michael J. Fox movie and the holdovers. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But for this podcast, I want to talk about what I want to talk about last week, which is a movie called Rylan. So yeah. Rylan uh, came out last year. It is by director Rain Alan Miller stars, David Johnson and Vivian, uh, opera, um, 
a lot of like young British talents that not many people will know, to be honest. And it's about two 20-somethings, both reeling from bad breakups, who connect over the course of an eventful day in South London, helping each other deal with their nightmare exes and potentially restoring their faith in romance. So this is a romantic comedy uh, yeah. set in South London, and it is fucking brilliant. And it's gone into my top 10 films of last year. It's oh. It is so good. It's so it's sweet. It's intoxicating. So funny. There is a scene in a restaurant um, about 15, 20 minutes into the film just had me laughing constantly throughout it. Like this little five-minute period in the restaurant just laughed out loud so many times. Uh, the, the chemistry between the leads is amazing. Um, they're likable. They're witty, charming, and believable. Um, just... I love the way the film's shot. So the director, she's done this thing where they're telling their stories to each other and it's kind of in flashbacks and and whatnot. And it and it puts the characters with into the scene. So he'll be talking about, well, this happened between me and my ex, we were doing this and this happened. And like they're yeah. kind of in the scene watching what happened and the characters talk to each other within the scene about like what's that. going on. It's it's so well it's like being in a stage show, I mean, actually one of the flashbacks is literally set on a stage at one point with like audience members watching. Like, it, it's just, I love the way that it, the, the kind of conversations and the tales they tell each other about their exes actually is framed. It's so good. Like it's vibrant. Uh, the settings, the costumes, it's like full of color. The editing's brilliant. The soundtrack's amazing. Just, if it, This is her um, directorial debut as well. Like and sorry, I'm just laughing at that picture like candy boy. <laughs> yeah, I did too. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. That anyway, sounds really cool, man. Yeah, it's 82 minutes long. Like and the only, wow. and literally the only kind of quibble you could probably get from it is that it ju- falls into some normal romance tropes, which it's I a rom- like a bit of that. But though. it's a romantic comedy at the end of the day. It has to kind yeah. of fall them, but like for 82 minutes, if that's the only thing that you kind of got any kind yeah. of issue with it that's nothing is it it's nothing and yeah it is just so it's not creepy like love actually no like it, it's just so good like the characters are great they're so likable they they kind of meet each other at this art gallery like one of them's going he's he, he still can't get over his ex and he's sat in the toilet crying and she's like in the other cubicle like listening to him and it just it just goes from there um but yeah the the scene in the restaurant with her with his ex and her new boyfriend, and that is just amazing. Absolutely Jeff loved Kiss, it. Baby. Yeah, it's it is on um, Disney Plus. Mm. Fantastic! So I shall I shall watch that with my mistress. Hundred percent, watch it. It's so good. It's a spot. It's a searchlights picture film as well, which is usually are pretty decent because they're like the we need we need we need we need that films. cleanse after fool me once. Honestly, so, if you don't love it, I'll. Wrong with yeah. I'm I'm now interested in seeing a few reviews that compares that says it's very much in the style of Wes Anderson as well. Like the way a lot of things are framed and the colours used. Yeah, some of it. Like just the kind of the way Le- that less the, quirky. Yeah, but way less quirky. But yeah, I can kind of see the influence there, but it's kind of definitely deep rooted in South London and kind of taking you through those areas of South London, which is full of like um diversity and different cultures. Yeah. And like the the go to because the two actors, the, the two characters are blacks. So it goes for a lot of like kind of black culture and uh, black areas, yeah. and takes you into like a scene where it uh, they go to like a barbecue, which is like you know 
at a at his her ex's house and everything and it's kind of got like the grandparents who have like kind of caribbean backgrounds and stuff like that so I love it. yeah it's it's really really good i really enjoyed it uh the other film i watched this week which is on netflix and everyone else should check out is society of the snow <laughs> Mm. No, yeah. I'm not checking that. that. Yeah, so this is directed by J.A. Boyena, and it is the it's a retelling of the true story of the Uruguayan flight that was chartered a rugby team to Chile that crashed in the Andes in nope. 1970s. It's 1972. <laughs> and, yeah. There's flying sharks in it, Candy. Well, maybe. Seriously. They each other. I Back in. seriously watch this film. It's so well done. So this is obviously if you know this is um there's a film called Alive, which was in the early nineties. Which is good. You've got to Sorry. say it that way because it's, it's in good. capitals. Ethan That's Hawk. how he does it as well. But this is done properly. Um like the the way that this is shot, it it's so well sh- like done and it kind of puts you right in there in the film. Like it makes you feel cold and the, the close-ups of when shit's going down and when uh, even when the I don't play- know what you mean because I felt like Ethan Hawke did play a really good Patagonia. <laughs> <laughs> like the the plane crash is fucking awful. The stuff that's happening to them, like you think at one minute they're safe and then something else happens, and you're like, "Fucking yeah, hell!" Yeah. Like when will it end for these people? Like it's just getting worse and worse. And one of the most impressive things about this film is that it was filmed in chronological order. So the actor's hair and beards and toenails all grew out. Love that. So they all, and they actually got thinner. So the actors like ate less as they were filming this. So they physically get thinner, get emaciated. The the hair is a mess. They've got growing beards or scraggly beards. Like they get dirtier and messier. Like as the film went along. If you were on it, Stig, you'd look exactly the same. No, there is a couple of guys who have who have like the kind of the kind of facial hair I would have after three months, which is would just be like patches. There's like some with full on beards, and then there's others with just like yeah. little patches. And I was like, me, me and Gadget would be sat there. You won't be able to see his face. No. Yeah, you'd have nice warm faces. <laughs> but honestly, like everyone knows the story. They know everyone kind of yeah, knows what they had to do to stay alive. Um, just yeah, don't spoil that one, but don't eat your dinner while you're watching it. It's, <laughs> it is incredible. It's an amazing story to watch and tell. There's stuff in there that I still didn't know about, despite knowing the kind of um, yeah. story, like actual Apparently the, story. the book is Just eat, so well. deliver anyway. Yeah, the, 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 the book, I think, came out after a life, maybe, or it might have come out. It's since been, they've since like re-edited, the book's like kind of so, been changed a bit. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the film Alive is based on the book, which because the this yeah, happened right, in the late, okay. this happened in the late seventies. The f- book came out in the early eighties, um, yeah. but the um, I can't remember who's. I think it might be Nando. Um, he um, basically recanted a few things in it, not like the actual story itself, but like his characterizations of people. Um, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think he, he wasn't particularly kind about um, Roberto Canessa. Um, and I don't think he was particularly fond of Cuckoo. So he kind of was really mean about them in it and implied that they were like lazy Make, and weren't making helping. out they did worse things. Yeah. yeah. And so the book ended up getting kind of re edited and reissued with his kind of more correct. They, 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 did, they did a full on um, investigation at World Cart and stuff to see if it was deemed a crime and all sorts, didn't they? Papa went to really strong lengths, the actual. 
the whole the, ordeal. The, when, when the lads got out, it wasn't over. But they talk about that like on the mountain when they when they're literally yeah. discussing like shall they eat people? One of them's like, it's a crime to eat people. Like, and was yeah. like, yeah, but we will die if we don't. And yeah. it's like because it's not with consent. Yeah. So like the others, so some people as they died, they all sat there and went, if I die, you have. Yeah, you can, yeah, whereas the people who already died I didn't have that chance to do that. Yeah. But honestly, like I didn't know the way it ended. I didn't know how they got rescued. How they get rescued is yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, honestly, and actually, I, actually, Alive skips over that. Yeah, exactly. It does. But it does. It does, it does a lot of jump cuts. The way that, that Boyen has filmed this is the most, the best thing about this. I mean, he's, he's taken a bunch of pretty much unknown Uruguayan actors and, and, so watch it. Don't it's on Netflix for some reason. It started with the dub. Fuck that. Like uh, the sub. Oh no. Like yeah. The, the, the English dub. Where, watch it in Uruguayan. You have to watch it in Uruguayan. But yeah, mm. but they're really good. All the actors are brilliant in it. But like the way he shoot, shoots it, like the close ups of things, and like it really makes you feel claustrophobic and like awful. Like it's 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 brilliant. And everyone's Seriously, saying it's, it's such a great film. Um, it's it, it's also worth like the story itself is fascinating. Um, just before Christmas, last podcast on the left did a three-part series on this story as well, um, and not kind of not to coincide with this film. I think it just happened that they happened to release at the same time. Um, it's a fascinating story whether you listen to it on a podcast or watch it in a film. But I'm keen. I am keen to watch this film. It, uh, I can't imagine it's a pleasant thing to watch at times. It's just like like I said, it's not one you get a just eat for and stuff, is it? It's not one you get. <laughs> you, you sit down, get family together. Come on, let's fucking let's go. What what's wrong, hon? Why don't you want to eat your lamb shank? Luckily, <laughs> you know I I mean? will, like, <laughs> not to spoil it, but they don't dwell too much on them like sat there eating human flesh, gnawing at stuff. Yeah, there's you see it, but like it's not like it's a it's not like it's yeah. a huge focus of the film. It's more like about, a vampire orgy. They don't need to. They don't need to do that. No. no. Cool. 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 Big it finishes off. Be a good boy. I want to talk about cyberpunk. No, I'm no not. you're not. Um, it's bad. I'm not. I'm not. Um, no, <laughs> I'm going to talk about, um, I think uh, Kurt in the Discord has been talking about the True Detective season four just started. I thought you wanted to talk about Kurt the episodes. then. You, you were viewing <laughs> Kurt. So, uh, <laughs> Nine out so uh, yeah, I've, I've actually Woodbank. finally got around to watching season three because I hadn't got that. I'd somehow missed that. Um, I've not done it. A either, lot of people yeah. did by all, by all accounts, mate. A lot of people have. I think it's because season two was so poor compared to Shit. season one that it was just like, oh, there's another. But I still like two. I like. Yeah, but it wasn't two. a patch on one. season one. Season one's like one of the greatest no, no, no. single series of yeah, TV yeah. ever. But season one can be just a single on its own thing because it's a full beginning, middle, and end. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and the same applies to this as well. Um, the the third season is basically. Um, by the same series creator, Nick Pizzolato. Um, sorry if I butchered his name. But um, yeah, it came out in 2017. Um, the story takes place in the Ozarks, and it's over three decades. So um, it spans the 80s and 90s, and then kind of present day. Um, and as partners, detectives investigate a macabre crime involving two missing children. Um, it stars Mahashala Ali and Stephen Dorff. Do you remember Stephen Dorff? He's in this. Yeah. He's really good. Deacon Frost in Blade. Um, and yeah, the, it's very well done. And the um, plaudits went definitely to Ali. But the makeup effects 
to show the decade difference and the performances of the characters they get older the makeup is incredible it really does generally look like they've gotten older um to the point where um present day um Mahashala's character has dementia so he's really struggling to remember what happened in his life and the case that they never solved properly um and yeah it's just so well acted it absolutely nails it i really enjoyed it it's a slow burner you know it, it's not fast paced just like first the others season but is. it is i think first season it's is it's very slow, slow but it's interesting because the performances are that good. There's a lot of time jumping, so be prepared for that if you're going to watch it. So are you but, then going to um, jump into season four then straight away after? Yes, yeah. I'm thinking oh, of just, I'm thinking of just diverting straight to season four from season one. But I, I, I don't think this series should be uh, missed. I think it's really good. The story's really, really, really good. And it won't okay. be how you expect it to end, trust me. Okay, okay. I'll take your word for it. But yeah, really enjoyed it. Really fantastic performance. Stephen Dorse really good as well. I hadn't seen him for years, and he surprised me. He's great me in Blade. <laughs> that's the last thing I saw him in. <laughs> yeah, that's all I, I can't remember what he's been in since. <laughs> but yeah, really highly recommended for me. Um, and that is pretty much all I've been focusing on. What, ha- fantastic. what has he done? A lot of shit. Just Blade? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit. There's a lot of straight-to-DVD stuff. Not candy fodder. Stephen Dorff. No, I want to see if I recognise him. Which is interesting why... You know who Stephen Dorff is. He's Frost in Blade, the main guy. But why do oh, they okay, suddenly okay. pick someone like him out of the hat? That's what amazes me. Is just how they Probably thought they could try to do yeah, one of those like really uh, career revivals. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe he just fucking auditioned and got the job. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah there is that, of course. Know. But it, it just surprises me that... This guy disappears, like you say. No one remembers what he was pretty much in, apart from Blade. He was in Cecil B. Demented. That's fucking awesome film. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, sure? I love I Cecil B. Demented. <laughs> sure, hon. I think sure, the last thing I saw him in was Leatherface. <laughs> and before that, World Trade Center. God. A laugh a minute, that film. A laugh a mm. minute. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. I've, our lovely, lovely listeners somehow endured this and now would like their thoughts read out on yeah, air. Yes, they would. Um, Todd Story has said, I just wrapped up season two of Slow Horses, an excellent modern-day spy thriller involving outcast MI5 operatives trying to get back in their superiors' good graces. I you carry on with that. Is this a Gary Oldman yeah, the Gary role Oldman of a one. lifetime? Yeah. Mm. Okay. But it, it, it is really good. I've watched a chunk of the first season. I need to get back to it, actually. I just like Gary Oldman chewing up shit. Yeah. Chewing it up. Oh, he's chewing it up, and he's proper cockney in this one as well. He's apples and pears in, apples and pears in everywhere. Gary Oldman. Mr. Worldwide himself, Planty, has come in. Hello, you modern bastards, is how we started. This week, we've not had much time at all for media consumption. We watched the beautiful The Creator, which is right up my street. Futuristic robot murder. Yeah. I, I could even look past the woeful Gemma Chan, who is typecast as Rubens because she can't act, question mark. She's not good, is she? <laughs> I really wish I'd seen it at the cinema. 10 out of 10. I'd love to see more in that universe. He really liked it. No one, else, no one else liked it. Is he Being trolling us here? Boring as fuck. He's all right. Nope. Um, he goes on to say... Okay, I'm going to have to watch it. He wasn't saying we were unfortunate enough to watch American Pie for this week's 100 Things episode. 
I'd rather watch that again. Oh, I'm looking forward to hearing that. <laughs> now, it's American good, Pie, of, of that series, that's the only one I've seen, and I fucking hated it then. Well, when, the, when they're recounting it, it sounds worse than you remember. Uh, he's, he's... Is it really <laughs> bad against women? Consistently. Yeah, do they say the F word a lot? I don't think that's a problem in the film. It's more. And they're not talking about There's a lot more worse going on in that film than that. It's more than you shagging that pie. Yeah, but do you not do you not remember them um, streaming that lasso? Spike st- yeah, spike yeah, yeah. lasso over the internet. That's a bit revenge porny, really, isn't it? That that teenager, that underage girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's go. Non city. Uh, he also says on that uh, we record the video for the pod, but I can't use it because I can't look John in the eye while I say posh wank. Not anymore, anyway. <gasps> oh, no, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Not with John's beautiful face. Uh, he then says, we really enjoyed the three-parter documentary on Netflix, American Nightmare, about a Gone Girl-style kidnapping. Well worth three hours of your time, and it doesn't go where you'd expect. Just like fool me once. Uh, well, better go out for a posh birthday tea in Liverpool. Rachel's sister's wedding tomorrow, too. Busy old time. Tarala. Ta-da! La! La! Off. Fucking scousers. So, yeah. Cool. Next one. Uh, Lee Davies has said, finished watching Fargo Season 5 last week. It was so good. Is that still going? Apparently. Uh, Juno Temple is the lead character, showing she's a really great actor, and John Hamm is the antagonist. Fucking hell. Uh, played the such hamster. A, the hamster. Uh, <laughs> as the antagonist, played such a hateful arsehole. It had Steve from Stranger oh, Things too, so shit. what's not to like? Highly recommended. That's another I agree. That sounds, like, that sounds like a good cut. And the film's sensational. The film's sensational. Watched yeah. the, show. the TV shows are fantastic. Ewan McGregor was in it originally, wasn't he? I think it's Ewan yeah, McGregor. He's in uh, season... He's in one of the seasons. One, I think. I just can't. I season just, I just forgot there was a show of Fargo. Yeah, it's... It's really good. It's one of the seasons... Billy Bob Thornton's been in it. Martin Freeman, Alison Tolman, Colin Hanks was in it for a while. Clemens. Bob, oh, Carl. Bob Odenkirk. Uh, Jennifer Jason mm. Lee. Oh, yeah. Oh, was wow. It? Uh, yeah, because um, that, yeah, that's, that's where um, Ewan McGregor met Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, and then he cheated on his wife with her and married her instead. Yeah. Hello there. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have the higher ground. Do you? It, it didn't. <laughs> Morally, no. No. Xenos uh, has said, I've been playing more Minecraft this week. As uh, We've now started adding mods to our multiplayer world, and the first of those was Ars Nouveau. I'm predicting Oodles or Biggie makes an ass joke here. Ass. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which is extremely in-depth magic mod. To nobody's surprise, I have dived headlong into a spellcraft and come out the other side with some extremely irresponsible spells. My personal favourite is one that flings the target 50 blocks straight up. It's not legally my fault if gravity kills them, so it doesn't aggro groups of pigmen. I like that thought. Yeah, that's a good thought. That's how Batman gets gravity. away with it. Yep. Yeah, gravity is the killer. As of last night, we're I on like a, that. As of last night, we're on a global expedition using the Nether as an, as an express travel route because one block travelled there equates to eight blocks on the overworld, a veritable What's highway through hell, twinned with Scunthorpe apparently. No luck, <laughs> no luck tracking down a swamp or Nether fortress yet, but we'll get to one eventually. It's kind of how What's it the, works in Warhammer, I don't know what really. The Nether is. It's, you're basically using hell to, tra- to to 
travels. Oh, it's like distances. the Never Realm. Yeah, Never like Realm. Like Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, that's cool. I didn't know. I we've had this discussion, but I didn't know Minecraft had this kind of shit. To it. <laughs> I guess dig down far enough, you'll awaken great evils. It's weird oh, that, that you're like you're talking about it, and you got you got like, who plays Minecraft? But actually, I've been looking at potentially starting it with Amelia. So that makes sense, though. Yeah. It's, it's 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 a fun thing to do, but I, I the only thing I know about Minecraft is it's used in TikToks for um, Reddit posts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Reddit videos. Yeah, I to read the Reddit posts, and then for some yeah. reason you start watching the, someone bouncing around in Minecraft. I love him. I love him. Yeah. I'm concentrating. And that's hypnotic. all I thought it was. Yeah, that's all I thought it was. See people doing platforming in Minecraft to Reddit posts. Yeah, it, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it upsets me that I like them so much. <laughs> they're interesting. Oh, they're great. Yeah, yeah they're great. It means Ch- I don't have to go on Reddit. Chat, tell me about the time that your parents nearly tried to kill you. Or it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell me an unethical life hack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last up, uh, Best Boy Angry Kurt says, This week I started Prince of Persia The Lost Crown and I'm utterly hooked. I can tell it's going to be a top yes. five game, if not top three for the year for me. It reminds me a lot of Metroid Dread. In January. It reminds me a lot of... Hey, Hi-Fi Rush came out last January. That was in yeah, my top five. It was in my top ten, but not top five. It reminds me a lot of Metroid Dread in movement and exploration. <laughs> God. But I think Just the combat is more fun. It looks great even on the Switch and is so much fun. The boss battles are also fantastic so far. Definitely check this game out. Damn it, Kurt. Damn it, Kurt. Damn it, Kurt. I've got too much to fucking play. And now you're bringing Metroid Dread you know into I've, it. <laughs> I've heard people say it's Better than Metroid Dread. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, you go- I really want it, but it's an Ubisoft game, so it'll be four quid in a month. <laughs> I can wait. I can wait. I mean, I mean, I'll be buying it on Steam, so, so, so I'll just find. I'll just it's find a weird direction the game went f- mm. from a, a visual and I guess mechanic point because they're normally like third-person action adventure stuff. You know like what happened to Prince Persia, don't you? Hey, be- Prince of Persia became Assassin's Creed One. Mm. Yeah. It was and a spin-off, wasn't happened? it? That was supposed to be in it. Yeah, it's supposed to be it. So why would they make another Prince of Persia when that sells bucket loads? This is a good this is a good turning point for that franchise. Back to its original roots, which is a 2D Ooh. platformer. This could spawn off to be great more yeah, Metroidvanias. It could get more money. Did the Sands of Time just get shit franchises? Did the Sands of Time reboot just get shit canned? I think so. Oh. By all accounts, yes. Oh dear, that was in development hell for a while. It was. Yeah, it's not needed. It's not needed. This new Prince Persia, which I found out recently that you don't even play as the prince, which I find fascinating. It's really fat. He's not the prince, is he? The main guy. I don't think so. No. Oh fuck's sake! It's on Epic Game Store. I can't, prince uh... Dastan, you mean? Prince Dastan, you know it, girl. <laughs> you know it. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, baby, the Persian, <laughs> Persian man. I can play they, on Epic because my handheld plays Epic genuinely, games. Can you believe they, <laughs> they blacked him up for that oh. film? Yes, I can believe it. <laughs> oh, Disney, Disney, Disney. But yeah, excellent. Has he done anything else, Kurt? Is that it? Uh, he, no, he has done other things. He's also started watching a show on Disney Plus called Culprits. It's about a group of criminals who get recruited to perform a heist, which they pull off. However, they then become hunted down it's by the person they robbed many years later. <laughs> Stick where it is. <laughs> the show flicks between present day as they're hunted and the period running up to the heist. It's been a good watch and it's only eight episodes. Is this related to that thing that everyone's talking about on um, X, formerly known as Twitter? That um, What's it called? It's about, being, about tricking people. 
It's a game show about chicken. Claudia, yeah, is it related to that? No. Oh, right. No. Everyone's going, watch Traitors, it's amazing. And then I found out I can't watch it. You should, it's, it's good. Naughty, it's on naughty channels. It's not, it's on BBC. <laughs> you just don't want to pay for it. It's naughty channels, but naughty Yeah, people. that means we have to, that means we can't, we can't legally. So we have, we to, have to watch it on naughty channels, which means setting it up and, and looking out a <laughs> window in case a white van turns up. <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with shows like that anyway. I can't deal with... I don't want being... Michael McIntyre knocking on my door saying you've not paid your licence. I can't deal with TV shows where people just being absolute twats to each other for money and shit. It's not oh, no, a no, podcast. No, the traitors, like the traitors is good. Anyway, the show Kurt's talking about is called Culprits. It's not the traitors. It's like the traitors. It's not the traitors. <laughs> anyway, Kurt, if you like that and you didn't watch Kaleidoscope, that's a decent heist show. Give that a go next. It's on Netflix. And Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, watch oh, he's probably watch, you must have watched Ocean's Eleven. Oh, he might not have. He might not have. If you've not watched not, Ocean's Eleven, watch Ocean's Eleven, the not, George Clooney version, not the original. Do not yeah. do not watch Ocean's twelve or thirteen though. No, no, no. No, no. Or no, Ocean's no, Eight, the exist. female reboot. No, don't exist. Don't exist. But watch thirteen for the ridiculous plot in that. <laughs> what the Julia alone. Roberts plot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where she's the actress playing wow. the actress playing the heist. I can't believe You look they so did much that. like Julia Roberts. I know. Oh. <laughs> Plan to get on Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Thirteen if you've not done it yet. I think we'll they have done join. Ocean's Eleven, but yeah, I think we I think we do need to get them to do Ocean's Thirteen. <laughs> uh, that's, that's it from um, from the listener feedback. Thanks for persevering with us, listeners. Thank you for being our friends in these dark dark times. Before we end the show, um, again, Kenny Potter's out now, isn't it, Stig? It is, yeah. There's a week delay in it, unfortunately, but it is out now. Penultimate. And it is not the final episode of Kenny no. Potter. penultimate episode. We have one more. Penultimate. We have one more, because I've been watching other films. Also, make sure you watch the documentary. I have well. watched that documentary. It's good, isn't it? No comment yet. <laughs> Save it for the product. But yeah, that's that's coming out whenever. Uh, patrons, thanks for being patrons. But before we go, it's, I like to call this segment the headache segment, but it's become a staple <laughs> now that we're, we're stuck into it. And I'm, I am sorry, listeners, I invented this segment as well. You did. You <laughs> thought my, this would be a grand old idea. Made your bed. It's my fault. It's brilliant. But it's, ta- it. it's time for a bit of Candyland. Come on. Stop right. it to me, baby. What's up in Candyland? Ibuprofen at the ready then. This is a this is a good one, right? <laughs> you know how on, when you're on a plane you get turbulence? Oh, Just go. bumping around. Does, I mean, uh, why does the planet as a whole not get space turbulence? <laughs> What's funny? Oh, God! What's funny? I can't believe you just asked that! <laughs> I don't see what's so funny. So, Candy, so, do you know what causes turbulence? Yeah, no, I, of course I do, but there must be stuff in space that also causes space Wind turbulence. Wind slash air pressure no, causes yeah. turbulence. I know, what's not well, in space? There's fucking loads in space that could cause turbulence. No, like, there's no wind no or air, air pressure. Solar, no, it's a vacuum. There's, there's solar wind... The solar wind. That's not get... the same. Solar wind's heat. Solar wind is heat. It's not. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. Better carry on. Anyway, 
what if the, I mean well I feel stupid now <laughs> no, I don't no I don't I'm sticking by it because I think there could be space turbulence why don't sharks have turbulence underwater I bet they do I bet no, they do they don't they have waves <laughs> they have currents and current <clears throat> so a space current then or a space turbulence do you understand how that works oh my god not space but, current, space raisin <laughs> oh yes. So what if they're doing this? What if they I mean, there could be like a weather turbulence forecast, couldn't there? If you think it's going, oh, you better hang on, it's going to be a really bumpy day today. They do that. They go through slipstreams and fly lanes and stuff. They try to avoid turbulence, but sometimes the weather changes. No, but imagine if we had to uh, getting away from air turbulence. Doesn't matter now. No, <laughs> planet turbulence. Planet. So, yeah, imagine if so you had you... to listen to a turbulence forecast for the planet, and if it's going to be a really bumpy day, I wouldn't be able to work. <laughs> if it's a nice smooth day... If it's, it's going to be a really bumpy day on Earth, we're all dead. Yeah. Well, no, because it's not yeah. going to be that bad. Have you not seen Moonfall? We'll just, we'll just be here like this. Do you know, do you know how delicate... Like turbulence. The Earth's, the Earth's axis is so delicate <laughs> that any shift in that would destroy life. But, I mean, even if it was, like, five inches or something, which is nothing in compared to the yeah. Earth's axis, a- axis... Five inches is nothing. Well, some people but say five otherwise. Inches of... That's what she said. I know. <laughs> I've been rocked by five inches before. Trust me, it's not nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Bang on the Richter scale. That's why, because she couldn't sit still the next day at work. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. So, I know what you're saying, but like planetary turbulence would be more like earthquakes and seismic activity. So that happens, and we do kind of have warnings for that. Yeah, well, no, because it's not on a a global scale, is it, an earthquake? And you can't really predict that. But if they had like monitors, like the the weather forecast, (laughs) you'd have the weather forecast, and then you'd have like the, the bumpy forecast. But the earth doesn't get bumpy, that's the thing. I know it doesn't in real life, but just <laughs> indulge my flight of fancy. My turbulent flight of fancy. I think it'd be a great we use of, of, of taxpayers' money for a flight of fancy. <laughs> the thing is, this has now been put out in the world and somewhere Roland Emmerich's phone has just started ringing. Yeah, it has. <laughs> We've done it again. Turbulence on a global scale. Turbulence Earth. <laughs> oh... <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh. Candy, you are a national treasure. I like to think so. You're an international treasure. You're an ambassador for science. Also, like our computer chairs might have to have seat belts and stuff. Here we well, go. You'd have to take the wheels <laughs> off for a start. Everything would have to be strapped down constantly. Velcro. The, Mr. Absolutely, Velcro yes. would be fucking yeah. loaded. John Velcro. John Velcro. John, yeah. How long is it before Candy rocks up to this podcast for Candy Line and tries to convince us the world is flat? Oh, not long, not long. <laughs> well, even if it was, it would... I'll give it six days. If it was, it would, it would get bumps, I bet. <laughs> no, it's spi- it'd spin like on a record, <laughs> like a oh, disc. Imagine yeah. going swimming as well, like in a swimming pool on a really bumpy day. You'd be fucked. <laughs> I love how this bumpy day thing that she's going on about. <laughs> what happens to gravity on this bumpy day? What happens to the Earth's car? That's what she calls a hangover. I, I, don't, I haven't thought that through. <laughs> you mostly oh. just have to stay in on bumpy days, depending on the bump the bump to scale. We'd be bumping bump up and down as houses. <laughs> 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 
you know? Do you know? Gadget, imagine Candy and Douglas Adams in a pub, just having a conversation. It'd be the best conversation you've ever heard in your life. Well, especially when Douglas just... Adams is handing out the acid. Yeah, of course. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the two of them fucking chewing their own faces off, talking about infinite probability and global turbulence. <laughs> it just writes itself. <laughs> Oh, Candy, Amazing. all I can say, and all the listeners are begging you to do, and I know you're a busy woman, write a fucking book. I should please. do, shouldn't I? Candy Nuggets. Wow. I could just call it Candyland. We've already got a thing for it. <laughs> no, I like Nuggets. Candyland, <laughs> Nuggets of Wisdom from a Strange Woman. Yeah. It'd be like your version of Flanimals, or whatever that thing was that Ricky Gervais did, that, that little kid's book. But And it, there'll, be, there'll be a forward from us saying... Don't listen to anything this woman says. She's a menace. She's unwell. <laughs> Do not approach her. Who put a bump in your day? Oh, well, it's a grand idea, Candid. I'm glad that you're funding it. At least that bed will have some action finally. Yeah, exactly. Yay. Be glad of a day in bed. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, I, I can only apologise on behalf of my... <laughs> Oh, God, never mind. See you next time. If you're a patron, we'll see you in a few seconds where we can scold Candy for the naughty girl that she is. But to everyone else. Bye. 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 Oh, can we sue the Tate Modern? Oh, I've <laughs> saving the avenue. <laughs> <laughs>